It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 131. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, duty commenced, episode 23 was here. Free login campaign. We have a new fan favorite music poll. Patch 4.3 under the moonlight special site is updated. Fan Festival 2018 in Las Vegas website is now open. Our big news, live letter 45. We'll take some shots. We have some fan mail and tweets. But first, let's shoot the shit. Hey, Ruby. Word up. What up? How are you this week? I'm good. It's been a pretty good week. Let's see. What did I do? What did I do? Uh, I did a little Heaven on High. Went right back into that, uh, which is the new hotness. You know, when you're a DPS and you try to do those EX cues or the uh, expert cues, uh, you're sitting around forever. Heaven on high, it's popping. Everybody's doing that. So I did, um, I think I did another whole round of heaven on high. And I had an epiphany, Yelta, mm-hmm. about why the uh, 11 through 20 experience seemed odd the first time I did it. And that's because you queue for either 1 or you queue for 21, but there's no queue for 11. So I think you get more new people in the 11 through 20 than you would in maybe 1 through 10 uh, and 21 through 30. Especially, you don't get a whole lot of new people in 21 through 30. Because everybody's trying to farm their light, right? And trying to get levels or whatever else they're doing. So Uh, did some of that. Uh, I did Ritterana. I did that, uh, in fact, today. And uh, I've been running that on Bard. Bard's my new hotness or my kind of play around job. And I know I've talked about that at length. I do really like it, and I've gotten into the flow of it. Uh, I miss the whole uh, Bard casting from Heaven's Word. I never got in on that. So I'm back at, I guess this is Bard 3.0, 4 mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, and I'm liking the way Bard is now. Don't at me. But it seems fun to me because I'm getting the big picture. Like I'm I'm understanding the flow of the job enough and I know where my buttons are enough that I don't feel like I'm screwing up. I can actually watch the boss's mechanics instead of my bars and um, see if I have my song up or my dots up. It's becoming second nature. So I'm not really screwing up the rotation as badly, and I can focus on don't stand in shit, Mm. don't get splashed by the water on the first dude and all that, which I think is almost the hardest boss in Ritterana, that first guy. I mean, I think it took me five times going in there before I finally acquiesced and look up a guide to find out what the hell the water pitcher dude was doing because <laughs> yeah. i didn't understand that he the way he sucks the water up is the way he's gonna pour it back out i was like does he turn clockwise or counterclockwise i i was coming up with all these wild schemes and this was weeks and weeks ago that i found this out i've, I've known for a little <laughs> bit of time now what he does but when i started doing bard and i was taking it into ritterana of course, I'm watching my hot bars and stuff, and I'm like, suddenly, tsunami tsunami happens, and then the water pitcher comes, and I'm dead. I'm like, fucking A, I'm, I'm bad, Every but I'm not time. this bad. Yeah. Every time. And then I found out if you just watch where he sucks the water up, he's going to shoot the water back out in the same direction, and mm. you just get out of the way. So, Ifrit was never, not Ifrit, what, what's it called? Uh, it's not Hashmal. 
whatever the fire one is, Brunhilder, I don't know what it's called, <laughs> what his name is. The, the fire guy, the second one, is not that bad. I never had issues with that one. I don't I, – I can actually math, so I don't really have issues. Cinna sat behind me today when I was doing it. She's like – she was holding up my son. She's like, let's watch your dad do math. And she was watching my bars and she goes, oh, your HP changes when you stand in those circles. I'm like, yes, Cinna. <laughs> that's that's the H, That's the whole mechanic. Uh, so that was probably a learning moment for her. But when you're in the middle of it, sometimes it's hard to look around and see what the fuck is actually going on. Uh, and the last guy can be hard, but only when he's like charging at you, you kind of get behind him or whatever. Um, so, uh, I had a good time. The, my only regret was, um, uh, last week when I ran it, my first regret, last week when I ran it, I rolled a 98 on the card and lost. <laughs> Kill yeah. me now. Mm-hmm. And then I rolled, um, today, uh, it went a high roll thing, but the first boss dropped the, um, uh, the ranged, uh, hat. And there was another bard in the group, and he won it. And then at the end, the bard body or the, the archer, whatever, ranged body fell, dropped. And uh, I already had it. And I just kind of secretly hoped that that other guy was going, fuck. Because if he had just let me have that hat, he could have got the body. He could have he kept it. He yeah. Let him. So I don't know. I didn't check him out. But I will say... It was a really nice group, and I guess that's the difference between running it on like a Sunday or a Monday mm-hmm. versus running on a Tuesday. My whole group were all like, way to go. Good job. Our DPS is great. Thanks for using songs. I was like, okay, yay. <laughs> I feel good about our group. But nobody was bitching. Nobody was angry. Oh. It just seemed really nice. And Kind of going back to that original argument whenever it was greed, now that we're back to the, the need setting, thank the 12, uh, mm-hmm. that uh, I find it's a really good place to practice a job that you're semi-competent on. I, again, I wouldn't take a healer when it's like I just hit 70, let me take this healer in here. I uh, just hit 70 tank, let me, you know, I don't know how provoke works, let me try to do this. Uh, but as a semi-competent bard it kind of feels good to practice the rotation knowing that yeah we're gonna beat this guy it's not an ex fight it's not a savage run Mm -hmm. uh and uh, i'm not holding anybody back from this but i can really get a feel for that rotation before i take bard into uh 05s or 06s so that was kind of uh that was kind of it you know i did my normal stuff i was doing you know dropping stuff off at the uh uh, in Yangsha, trying to build up those guys. I still haven't completed that yet. I still haven't delivered enough stuff to build up <laughs> my little it. town. I know. I'm getting close, though. I'm pretty, because I'm doing the, it's the guy with the paper yeah. versus the guy with the blacksmith. So, you know, I, I got to be close to the end of that little storyline. And, uh, I just did my normal, um, I think there was a triple triad. I'm not sure if I talked about this the last time. I think I did because I got the library of cards. There's another one. It was more bread. Yeah. Uh, there's another one up and I was going to do it tonight and I was like, let me just wait till the weekend when I'm bored. I'll, I'll do it then. So, you know, I'm crossing my fingers that something other than Ultima Weapon and La Habrea come out of those card packs. Uh... And then that's kind of really it. I've been watching that Doctor Who on Twitch still, Yelta. 
We're up to the sixth doctor. It's good stuff. It was. <laughs> It was good until now. No, Six Doctor's not terrible. I actually, I actually like Sylvester McCoy. We're about to get to the seventh, and I think that starts uh, Thursday. But Sylvester McCoy only has two days, and then it's well, over. He didn't, he didn't run very long, I don't think. Uh, I, I think, he, yeah, a year to two years. And or not that's... Doctor Who cast, just so you know. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> But, and then I have then I have in my mind, I'm like, well, I'm going to watch the movie, and then I'm going to skip 9 and 10, because those are still pretty fresh to me, and I may do 11 and 12, and get ready for 13, and all that stuff. So, that was cool. And then Sonic Mania Plus dropped today, and I was back on that, so I could play um, Mighty and Ray, the two new characters that are in that. <laughs> so, that was fun. I haven't bought Octopath yet. I think I'm that's going to be something pretty soon. And then Dragon Quest comes out soon. So there's just a lot on the horizon. But we got to make room, make way, make way because um, we've got a we've got a patch date, Yelta. Yeah, yeah, 4. it's 4. coming. Four point four has a patch date, so we have to get our bodies and minds ready for uh, the next chapter. And we've got a cool little screenshot that shows some Garleans and Alphano kind of looking scared. And uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens next. So I'm my my hunger is really there for what's coming on the horizon. And then we also have Pagos, which is real soon. Uh, and then uh, I don't know, man. I'm looking real forward to the stuff that's coming around the corner. So anyway, I'm going to kick it to you. What did you do this past week? I uh, pretty much, now that I've got all my gathers and crafters to 70, I was doing weekly custom deliveries for Scrip. I think I bought the raincoat for your chocobo, because that's what's important in life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I did I did some of the Tsukiyomi farm parties. I'm sorry, two clears isn't a farm, guys. Just don't even put it up. I was what? pretty pissed. And, and, of course, a whistle dropped. And I think the, I think most of them must have been in a voice chat together or something. Cause it's like, I joined the party. I said hi. And we waited. Somebody did a ready check and we waited. No one typed anything and people were like standing around. And then mm-hmm. finally we, you know, we, we were going to go in and it failed to go in and there's still no one talking. So they must have all been together, I think. So, uh, so I joined this farm party. We go in first, first, first clear perfect. Just really, just as, pretty much as perfect as it can go. The second one, I think someone was a little bit too east or west. I play a healer, so that's where I take my spear. And I think I took someone else's spear, and then I took my spear to the face. So, but anyway, they raised me a weekend or whatever. And again, you know, it was fine. We cleared just fine, because that's a pretty recoverable fight. And it probably took like, you know, 30 whole more seconds to raise my ass. But uh, then a whistle dropped. Someone else got it. And they were like, thanks, guys. Bye. And the whole party just they just started leaving. All of them. They're like, we're done. Bye. So it wasn't even clear for a friend or anything like no, that. No, I mean. this was like a Tsukiyomi farm pony or uh, dog farm. Hmm. I would think once the whistle dropped, that's good juju. Oh, yeah. People are usually... Well, usually that's what happens. People are like, "Woo, yes, one out of two. Let's let's keep going." And and the first clear went so perfect, and I'm like, "Yes, we are gonna farm this for an hour, and we're gonna get stuff." Because I still, you know, there's still, you know, I don't have all the weapons, you know, and that kind of thing. And I'm like, "Oh, finally, I found a party that's you know good," and not, and I didn't join any of the "you make a mistake and I'll kick you" parties and stuff like that because I just won't. Right. So, um, 
so I also randomly joined some Heaven on High, and then I joined another Heaven on High that was a Party Finder party, and they were like, this is my first time in, no, no, it wasn't the first time in, it's like, we're looking for chests and sacks, that's it, right? So not speedrunning, this is what I wanted, I'm still looking for the hair, and I'm still leveling up my weapon again, because I, I, I bought enough grips for a weapon, so... I'm like, all right, I want, all I want is sacks too. So we're going in there and we're doing just fine. And one guy's just kind of gently, we should pull it a little faster so we can do more floors or whatever. But honestly, when you're looking for items, you should be popping the silver chests to get the, or not the gold chests to get the intuitions. Mm-hmm. So, but, uh, yeah, we ran, I don't remember what we ran to, but the, the party lasted a little while. I think I got, I think I got a, a music scroll that I didn't have out of there. So that was nice. But a lot of garbage. You know, still no hair for me. But uh, I'll get it eventually. I And then I, I, I did it on Warrior, too. I don't even know why I'm bothering doing Warrior in there, because I can get a, 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 um, a dungeon queue pretty fast. But I did it, I did got like, well, I know exactly why I did it on Warrior, because the level 65 dungeon is Bardem's Metal. And I am so sick of that dungeon for some reason. Mm-hmm. And people always want me to pull more in there than usually my gear can take. Now, I actually have the full set from there, so I'd probably be fine. But you, like, get in there and they expect you to be, like, pull wall to wall. And that first pull, if you pull all of the wall and you're not... And and I'm rusty at it, right? So I'm not saying I'm a good tank. I'm just leveling and I just, you know, most of the time it's fine. But that one, I've died a few times. So I just didn't, so I leveled till I was 67 because I actually don't mind doing, what's the one after that? Is it Doma Castle after that? Doma's after, yeah. Yeah. And that one, that first pull will kill you too, but I usually get less people bitching about it. <laughs> so I don't know. Or maybe just having more abilities by then helps a lot too. I don't know. 65 is really that spot where it's like, oh shit. I think it's oh shit for the healers too, really. Like not just tanks, but healers. It just seems like there's that turn right at the beginning of Bardem's Metal that you pick up that one extra ad and everything goes to mm-hmm. shit. But I've seen it happen in Doma as well. I've seen people pull yeah. real big. Well, in and Doma. I've oh, and I've done that whole pull from Doma. I've done it all that the whole from the first thing to like basically where you can't pull anymore. Or is it a, technically the second pull? I can't remember, but it's a fuck ton of mobs and. uh well, I've, I've wiped the party pretty much in every dungeon because, you know, you never know what you're going to get. If, if I, you know, if I, I, I've done like where, was it, oh, an earlier one, the underwater one. Sushi. Yeah. So I ran this one pull at a time or two groups at a time, just kind of casually taking it. No one said take more. No one was pulling for me. So I'm like, all right, I'll just run it that way. And then there's one part where you can grab two guys, two or three guys run down the hallway and grab three more in the room. Now I've successfully tanked that before and this group was doing pretty good and I should have asked, but I grabbed them, did the, ran all the way up and, and secured hate and then just died horribly. Hmm. So <laughs> I don't know what happened. I'm like, sorry guys, that was all going so well. I thought we could do it. No one was mad. I like it when, when no one's mad, you know, if I say, oops, shouldn't have pulled that. And that's why I like to hear when I'm a healer, if the tank overpulls, is not, you bitch, why didn't you heal me? It's, you know, I guess that was too many, huh? Mm-hmm. You know, that's I, that's the right answer. Let's just get back to it. So, uh, 
I don't know. I tanking isn't horrible, but it scares me. I do like tanking the same dungeon over and over and over again for some reason. It's almost therapeutic because I kind of get to know, like I now know what every the the level sixty one dungeon, the shipwreck one. I have tanked that one so many times now that uh, you know I know exactly which groups I probably should pull and which ones I shouldn't pull. If you get the newbie message, I know not to pull too much. You know, it's and I know where to grab mobs and take them to. It's a very very different thing being a tank. So it's uh, kind of fun in a weird way, but uh, mostly did that. I think I took. Monk. I actually played my monk in Palace of the Dead, and then I think I took it into one dungeon. I'm 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 still scared to do my melee DPS, but one of these days I'm gonna have to do it. So, mm-hmm. but that was pretty much it. I probably spent more time in Heaven on High than anywhere else, which I still I'm not sick of. I still like the way it looks. Oh, me too. You know, and I I haven't gotten in too many groups that basically just like zone in, kill two mobs, and stand on the the glowy circle. People are still looking for skill ups. I am loving the uh, the grips. The fact that I can cash oh. in ten points for a grip and save up for them. So I also can like cash in a bunch, and then I know if I go into floor twenty one, I'll I'll get you know points again. You know if I know I'm going if I feel like going back to level whatever the first floor is, and I can like you know, cash out a few grips. So now I actually get, you know, points for the love. Yeah. I I was thinking about that too. It seems like a better, a better strategy because if you, if you want to, you can cash out pretty early, pretty, pretty fast and just run the one through 11 or then go back to the 21 through 30 and just kind of do it again and do it again. And you have kind of a, a farming for grips sort of situation there before you switch over to say, let me do the 100 level uh, situation. So uh, I like the flexibility with it. It seemed like the other one, it was kind of all or nothing. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I, I like that this one at least gives you some flexibility with it. Yeah, I feel like if I cash out one more grip, I'm not screwing my team over. You know, versus staying ninety nine ninety nine. That drove mm-hmm. me crazy too. Is I'm at ninety nine ninety nine, but I know my group might want, might want to try for floor two hundred soon. So I could, yeah, buy a weapon, but then I'm now fucking my group. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think it's a much better system. Uh, the whispers have already started on our Discord about anybody want to try for a hundred, and I I know I need that mount so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm going to be somewhere else this weekend. I'm going to be well, at Kariri's house. Oh, awesome. Uh-huh. I don't think anybody has done the single person to I've seen some yeah, really I close thought There was stuff. a tweet. There was oh, a there's tweet. one? I thought there was a tweet that said, I'm the world for, you know, I should have, I should have copied it. Oh, I think I well, saw a world first solo to a hundred. That's got to be pretty recent because mm, I saw today. like, uh, okay, good. Cause I saw a red mage, I think yesterday it got to like 98 or 99. Oh, I thought, I thought I saw it, but don't, don't. Uh, I wouldn't be me. surprised. I think really where I wanted to go with that is this one is going to get beaten solo way before the last one, because 100 is a lot more doable than 200. But that's not a bad thing, you know. When when we're able to uh, achieve stuff, it gives hope for other people to try to achieve it. Yes, I like the difficulty. We still do have deep dungeon if you really want to, 
you know, go go through hell, literally. Uh, <laughs> the dead are down there. Uh, and try to solo that. Uh, but I, I like the fact that they, they made this 100. I like the fact that it, it seems doable, but it's still difficult. And again, even though we just started out with this and it's not necessarily, you know, we beat uh, uh, Savage on day one, day one raid, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but this is still something that they can change and add different rewards or even add more floors to if they really wanted to do something with oh, it. Oh, well, they could do something since since lore-wise, this is all a simulation anyway, mm-hmm. right? There's no reason. I know people are like, but you're climbing up a tower. They can't add more floors. And I'm like, yeah, Have but you they seen can do the new game plus one. But, but you're supposed to be getting to the top, yeah. I think. You know, but there's no reason that they could say like, all right, this is like the plus one version. So, cause it sure. is, it's, cause it's elegant technology. This is, this is not like a deep mystical dungeon. This is, it's an also elegant, a video game. It's a bit, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, you could, it's can, real. they can lore around that if they ever actually want to add to it. Yeah. There's, I don't see any reason. Cause there's some floors when you get in there and you can see where, you know, the, uh, hollow deck is, uh, glitching out. Mm hmm. So <laughs> they can do whatever the fuck they want. All right, but that was pretty much my week. I, I'm, I won't, I won't say I'm feeling droughted out, but uh, after having all my crafters, all my gatherers, and I only got five more classes to get to seventy, the pressure's kind of off. I guess I could do harder stuff. I just have been scared. <laughs> we'll we'll get our ass back into savage here shortly. Uh, one Why of these not? days, yeah. All right, and then we wanted to shout out to our donors and say thank you. Uh, we saw some more donations to the basket, and we really appreciate it. We're Fan Fest is coming up, and that's kind of what we've earmarked the cash out for. So thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. All right, you can shoot the shit with us on the website. Go to www.gtffxiv.com. Let us know what you've been doing this week. All right, the first round is news. They had Duty Commenced, episode 23. Now, unfortunately, this is, again, the little notification came up on my phone, but I was at work. Me too. So, uh... My Cinna yeah. watched it. She Cina liked it. Watch it. Yeah. She did. She tried to win both her and and or myself one of these adorable Namazu plushies. Uh, we did not win <sighs> FML, but uh, <laughs> it was still a very good broadcast. She enjoyed it. What they did, uh, they, number one, introduced Rennie. So welcome, Rennie, to uh, the uh, the rep team. Uh, and so they showed her off on cam. And then she did, I think she healed for them in uh, Sukiyomi uh, Normal. So they did that. Uh, they did Heaven on High. And uh, they did the giveaways. So uh, always a good time. Uh, they had their DX racer chairs there. Feel uncomfortable. I want one. <laughs> Let me win one of those. They gave those away one time. They need to bring that oh, back. So yeah. save my name for that. <laughs> you save up all your luck for that. Exactly. Oh, fantastic. That's really cool. That Those seem to be uh, pretty well uh, watched and enjoyed. We're, we're loving it. Oh, yeah. All right. The free login campaign. I keep forgetting. I was going to forward this to my sister and see if she felt like visiting again. <laughs> I got some gold feathers again the other day. Yeah, and I don't know, someone... whoever you are out there, thank go. you for my gold feathers because I'm able to actually buy things that, you know, it's been like 
a year and a half since I had my last gold feathers, and I finally got uh, what was it? Um, uh, what's his name? I got the big dragon. Her. It's Twintania. Twintania. So yeah. uh, I got that, but now I can save up for whatever the the next big thing. Because there's I'm still the- one I don't have. I think there's a. Oh, there's that wolf the newer looking one they added. on yeah. fire mount. I, I need to go pimp my code out some more. Of course, my husband, who started playing after me and after this campaign of Refer a Friend, he gave his code to my sister because I'm like, oh, give it to my sister. And she, <laughs> so she, somewhere she's getting the gold feathers and I'm not. not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, oh, well, I'll, we'll, we'll get them all anyway. But the free login campaign is up to 96 hours. It started yesterday and runs through August 2nd. And they talk about how the Patch 4.3 series presents a plethora of new challenges across the realms of Eorzea and Authority. So to be eligible for this, you must have previously purchased and registered the game. All registered service accounts are set as inactive during the campaign period, and registered service account must have been inactive for at least 30 days. And uh, you can uh, confirm that via the MOG station. All right. So it's it's four days, including the date in which users first log in, which I think still counts the download. <laughs> uh. so, so that would mean I get to play for 30 minutes because my internet sucks. All right. Yeah, the free login period begins after logging in via the game launcher using your Square Enix Enix username and password. So, all right. You will be forcefully logged out of the game when it expires. A crook comes out from the side of the stage and yanks you out. All right. Some of this stuff is obvious. You can't log in using a platform that wasn't registered to your user account and that kind of thing. So if you were only a PC player, you can't go play it on your PlayStation. Oh. So. All right. And they note that server maintenance may be carried out during the free login period. Please note you will be unable to log into the game during maintenance. I think that one is in uh, response to there was one time they had a free login campaign and then we had like the servers down two days out of the first two weeks or something. Well, and that's that's a little that's sucky. Uh, the same response happens every time there's something like that. Give us a free day. Give me a free I know. month. I I expect maintenance to happen though. And yes, I know other games have servers that just roll you onto other servers while they're doing maintenance and stuff. But it is what this game is. All right, Final Fantasy fourteen fan favorite music poll open until Friday, August tenth. This is cool. This is this is kind of neat. This is um, how many? I don't even know. I never read. I I kind of got the gist of this, but I didn't actually read it yet. Okay, I haven't so, voted yet. Yeah. Sina was voting. Um, apparently, there's 393 songs to choose from, but none of them are from 1.0 unless they were on a, another soundtrack. Uh, so I don't think you can vote for answers on this or any of. It probably does exclude the stuff that uh, Uematsu did. I haven't gone that deep into it, but it's it encompasses five albums. It's got uh, A Realm Reborn, Before the Fall, Heaven's Word, The Far Edge of Fate, and Stormblood. Basically, you log in, you can drop the menu for each one, and then you select your ten favorites out of the whole of them, and then they will um, 
I guess they have the vote at the end of it. No, I didn't read as when. Oh, okay, August 10th. August 10th at 7.59 a.m. Pacific time is the cutoff. Uh, and uh, then they'll – I don't know what they do after that. I guess they're going to release an album. Anyway, you get to vote, and it's kind of cool. I, I think it's a really neat thing because we talk a lot about the music. Uh, mm. We do as a podcast, but just in general, Final Fantasy XIV fans talk a lot about the music because the music of this game is fucking awesome. Uh, Soaking is amazing. Uh, and uh, there's just a lot of good tracks, and it's really kind of hard to pick the favorite T- ten. Ten isn't many, man. Mm-mm. Ten is not many. Oh. So basically you just have to log in and, and – Pick off the drop-down list. It looks like there's a little sample. Can you hit play and hear it? Yeah, you can hear them. Okay. I can't hear I don't it, know but... how long they play. I didn't time how long each one. So don't don't go trying to record this off the website if you don't have the soundtracks. <laughs> I'm sure they're just little snippets. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you remember what they are, but... Uh... The top-ranking songs will be chosen for a best-of album coming this fall. Soken's going to get my money again. Yes, yes, he is. <laughs> oh, all right, we have patch 4.3 under the Moonlight special site updated. I think the gist of this one is that uh, Pagos has been updated. Mm, well, that's the only thing that's left for 4.3, right? Pagos yeah, yeah. and the crossover event. That's that's what we have left coming. Whoa, I don't want to look at the trailer right now. Oh, yeah, automatically pops up. Just, that can fuck off. I'm, where's my email of the dev thing? I um, I feel uh, that was invasive. That uh, <laughs> that made me feel uncomfortable. Uh, was it a bad touch? <laughs> bad, t- bad touch. An bad icy touch. bad touch from uh, Pagos. You guys didn't have warm fuzzy and cold pricklies where you grew up? You touched my Pagos. <laughs> touch. <laughs> that's the name of the episode touched by pagos touched by pagos so yeah they added a little note about pagos i think there's two pictures go to the next picture oh that's ugly yeah that big ugly ass guy i like the snow theme i'm from minnesota though and it's hot now so i would take some snow so i've seen one of the weapons earlier i think it's in one of the screenshots we'll be looking at when we talk about the uh the live letter and i think it was a maybe a black mage weapon that had this uh, it almost looked like nidhogg's eye was in it was like nidhogg's eye but it was green looking mm-hmm. yep, and yep. Uh, now that i'm looking at this picture i see the dragoon weapon and i see also that kind of green eye in the uh near the tip uh in that so i'm i'm guessing that's the theme of these weapons is there's there's like an eyeball in the Well somebody stuff. was already complaining that it didn't glow. That's all oh. I know about it. Somebody was saying it didn't glow. <laughs> Wait for the next well, one, I guess. Well and that's what's funny is usually isn't it usually the pattern is new weapon model and then it glows. And yeah. then new weapon model and then it glows. Uh-huh. And maybe like even like, because sometimes it's like, ooh, you got a relic that looks exactly the fucking same as your last one. And then the next one, oh, and now it glows. There's And there's always some shitty step. You're never going to make it happy for anybody. I think, what was it, the last the last tier when we were in Heaven's Word? Kind of you got near the end and I was doing White Mage at the time and uh, it was like suddenly it went back to the titty cane. Everybody remembers the titty cane, right? So it's like you're doing your steps and then suddenly you're back to the titty cane, which was the same model as one of the tome weapons. And everybody was like, what the shit? Why are we getting tome weapon models 
back for Relic, and then it glowed, and then it turned into the final step that uh, that super glowed. Like when you get to the end, is the super glow the one that just blinds the shit out of you, and uh, everybody's like, "Put that thing away." So it's a little early to bitch about glowing. It's <laughs> yeah. it's kind of the same stuff every time. You get a non glowy, a glowy, a non glowy, a glowy. They reuse some some uh, previous model. They glow it up. And then they give you a cool-looking one that glows at the end, which is really the whole point. Well, and I always have agreed that the titty, especially whatever step that was, like, exactly the same as the tombstone weapon you just had. And that's why it hurt, I think. Mm -hmm. It was exactly the same model, I think. But uh, I'm like, relic weapon should be something completely different. It doesn't have to be completely fucking awesome every step. I don't think that's, that's... I think that's fine. But... Anyway, we'll all find out what the weapons look like on Tuesday, August 7th. So that's when this comes out. And I do believe it, they, they did announce the Monster Hunter. is That's the same day, right? Same day. Yeah, we'll get to that in a sec. But All right. Fan Festival 2018. Las Vegas website is now open. Now, they, the website was already open. Did they just add more stuff to it? Or? This is, well, like, if you click on that second link, it's like, now, ba-blam. There's, like, a bunch of different... Yeah, there's actually stuff here. There's not, a you're timer. Not on the, your, your picture isn't up there anymore, by the way. Oh, my God. Well, one. yeah, they needed me uh. to sell the tickets, <laughs> which obviously sold out. That my worked. picture was there. And um, don't, don't at me. I didn't have anything to do with that. Uh, and uh, now we've got, like, I guess it's it's got the timer. It's got stuff about what the um, the mount is, and it's still a mystery minion. We don't know. It talks about the Feast Championship, uh, what activities will be there, uh, pictures of Yoshida. Uh, and I'm sure this will grow as it goes because we, we've learned more from the live letter about merchandise mm-hmm. that's going to be there. Uh, we know yeah. there's going to be concerts. Uh, we'll get a schedule eventually when we can expect, like, what time's the keynote going to be, what's everything else. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. For sure. All right. Big news is the live letter 45. This was, was this Monday morning at the butt crack of pre-dawn? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I did not wake up for this. Uh-uh. I caught up on like Twitter and stuff. Now, mind you, I retweeted a tweet where someone was like, the worst thing about waking up for the live letter is having to go hunt down, you know, third party sites to find all the information because uh-huh. there's no longer a thread. And I don't how, I, and I didn't even count tweets. I don't Let's even count know. the tweets. So there's the initial tweet. This is from the Final Fantasy uh, official Twitter for English. They have the initial tweet. We're about to kick off. So that doesn't really count. And then the tweet that says we're live. I don't know if that counts. Mm-hmm. So you got one, two. One, one, one's got, got four screenshots. Uh-huh. The second one is the second the, the is companion. companion and, and advertisement. Advertisement. Third is Prelude and Violet. That's the name of the patch four point four. We'll talk more about that soon. And then fourth tweet is about the new dungeon with a picture. Uh, five, six, seven. Uh, just like the doctors are shit upon. Um, and then <laughs> the eighth gets a movie. No, there's a picture of uh, some gold saucer stuff. Uh, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve tweets with something in. I think this is honestly this, the, the longest. Okay, this is this. I was, was just gonna say this actually was more than we got last time. I uh-huh. feel like last time, but we still didn't get like all the slides. That's the part that makes me mad. Is the slides that actually have English in them are not on here anywhere. 
Mm. So. Well, we do yeah. have Nova Crystallis, and I think that's what we're going to be using tonight to talk about uh, the information here, who also uh, had a, I think, a thank you from the, uh, for the Final Fantasy XIV Reddit Discord that was helping out with the translation. So for all those that contributed to the information we give tonight, thank you. I'm sure there's other sources out there, so keep your eyes open. I'm sure Gamer Escape and others will have sources, so feel free to look at those. But for, for us tonight, we're going to be looking at uh, the Nova Crystallis stuff. All right, so this is part one. We know we're getting a part two. Um. The, the image, the actually the, the image they gave us, people are pulling apart into tiny pieces. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> Some people are like making giant stretches with what's going on in this picture here. But uh, it's, it's, it's Garlean man, right? That's. Mm-hmm. And this is, I, see this. And this is the patch where I feel like in 3.0 and whatever. That was really like, and this is what we're doing next. I hope, I hope, I hope this isn't the Warrior of Light arc, right? I hope this isn't, this is a little side thing. I do hope that this is pointing to where the rest of the story is going to happen. Now, mind you, Roggler's Reach still needs some love. Big I'm, time. I'm, I'm complaining about that. What but, did um, we talk about that, or maybe I read that on a tweet oh, about I like? How, I've read a lot about it, and I have opinions. But yeah, that Ralgar's Reach just isn't Idleshire. Idleshire had that nice little perch everybody put their birds on, and it was just you know it just felt nice. Idleshire was superior, though. It's the bottom line. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, let's go back to the letter from exactly. The producer. And we had to have a bitch fest about we had to something. Have a little, right? a little bit of a wine session. Uh, so, looking at this photo, I've heard many say it's family reunion. It looks like mm-hmm. the family shot. So you've got on the left side uh, the the Garlean trio: grandpa, dad, and son. Uh, and then you've got on the right side our mysterious fellow, Gaius Kauf. And then you've got in the center, what's his name? Maxim, Maxis, something like that. Um, a cool, cool, uh, cool dude, tall guy with the glasses. And then you got little boy Alphano. <laughs> little boy Alphano looks scared to me in this picture. I don't know. It looks a little worried. I hope nothing happens to Alphano. I don't think. Well, well people are like, Pointing out, there's red stuff around his ear. There's blood on his ear. And I'm like, but is it? I don't know. I don't know. People, I think people are really, really, yes, maybe. People are thinking there might be an Asian in the background. I think it's a flag. So, you know, we're all. Yeah, I'm having trouble seeing an Asian. We're looking for phantoms here that I I don't think actually exist. But but this is a pretty jam-packed photo. I think some people even. Uh, like made it look like it was the warriors of darkness because there was like five figures in the mm-hmm. in the foreground or something. So I don't know what the uh, culmination of all of this is going to be. Three versus that. Well, Grandpa's dead. Well, I was gonna say isn't isn't Grandpa dead? I mean, I'm here's what I think. I think he's in here because I think there's going to be an echo where you see what happened. Yeah. You know that just seems that just seems expected. So, now the guy with the glasses, that Max, he's the guy we were escaping with, right? Yeah, he's a cool guy, yeah. and uh, and then he, seem, he seemed cool, yeah. Yeah, so so I feel like the right side is team good, and the left side is team bad. But I, I think what we're getting at here is yes, this is the opening act of where we're headed, and obviously we're going to Garlemald. The flag is in the background. Alphano's thing was there. Our dungeon is kind of 
leading us that direction from mm-hmm. our previous cutscene in 4.3. Uh, so yeah, and I'm excited. I think most people have in their mind 5.0 is Garlemald. All right, and we already covered it, but patch 4.36 is August 7th. Uh, there's some pictures. Some more pictures here. Oh my god, I don't know why that uh, plant is wearing a dress, but but she is. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm just I'm just saying, and I don't know how Final Fantasy. I bet that's a minion. That is. Is that little is that little Taro Taro minion? So. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and here's the cane. It's got an eye and it looks like a little crown to me. Yeah, that's so what I'm see. saying. It kind of looks yeah. like Nidhogg's eye. I know it's not, but it's got that mm-hmm. that eyeball look to it like Nidhogg's eye. Pagos is uh, pretty. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's it's nice to have a wintry zone. We just had a very green zone, and we know that these are elemental areas, so I I, I don't know, and I want, and I'm ready to, I'm ready to grind more stuff. I hope they make some adjustments, though, because Jesus Christ, I do not want to semi AFK and wait for uh, fates, but we'll see what happens. All right, companion app details. It's coming late July slash early August. They're final testing, and then they have to send it off to Apple and Google, and they don't know how long it's going to take for it to get accepted. But uh, the following functions are free of charge, chat slash scheduler, so you can plan and schedule events. It integrates with a calendar on your phone, which is something I hoped for. Good. Uh, Yeah. Inventory management. You can organize your inventory and armory chest. You can look at the market board. You can put up items for sale and purchase items. And an additional location can be registered as a favored destination in game. So not a free teleport, but another favored. I'd take another favored. Me too. Yeah. Uh, login bonuses. You will get a coupon nut every day. A Moogle, when given one, will purchase an item on the market for them. So you you have a daily currency, because that's what we needed in Final Fantasy fourteen is more currencies. <laughs> but you need a currency if you're going to sell... Moogle coins. <laughs> more more currencies, Moogle coins. So while players can enlist the assistance of Moogles with coupon nuts, players can also give them Moogle coins to request their services more often. On release, Moogle coins can be exchanged for the following, putting items up for sale, revising a market listing, and purchasing items. So... Yeah, I, I'm. Are they gonna? Do you buy Moogle coins? Do you generate Moogle coins? Maybe it tells us later. I didn't read this in full. I, I my impression just from this part uh, is you've got your free currency for just using the app. It's kind of like a Pokemon Go. You can you know get your freebie or whatever per day. Go to your Poke Stops, whatever. So you get your one coup- you get your one coupon nut per day just for logging into it. But then you go ahead and you can purchase stuff if you want to be that guy to manipulate more than one time per day and you need to put stuff up and continuously go to your stuff. Um, you have that option available for real cash. I I personally can't think of a reason why I would need to put more stuff up for sale or purchase stuff while I'm not playing the game, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. All right, premium service details. The premium service includes now it five dollars a month, and that's five euros and five 
what is this other one? Pounds. 4.5 pounds. I'm a dumb American. Oh, yeah, that is pounds. Okay. For a 30-day subscription. So this service offers additional features in addition to those provided for free. You get access to an additional retainer. You need that, Yelta. I already have eight. Now, I heard, and I don't know if it's true or not, that doesn't mean you get the additional retainer. It means you can go ahead and pay for another retainer. Oh. I don't know if that's true or not, but if it just gives me another retainer slot, then I have to go back to the MOG station and get another retainer. Well, the next line, though, says subscribing will allow you to employ more than one retainer. So is that the same thing, or is it saying you get access and we're giving you one? I don't know. I just have to say that if I pay $5 a month, I better get a retainer mm-hmm. to use included in that. All right. You also get the ability to organize your saddlebags and retainer inventory. Moreover, those who choose the premium option will be getting saddlebag capacity doubled, so another 70 slots. A login bonus of one additional daily coupon nut as well as greater maximum capacity. Hmm. Hmm. We'll just have to see what that really means, but I don't know. I, part of me feels like I'm already giving you a sub. I'm already paying for additional retainers. I'm already buying shit. I can't earn in game through the Mog station. I, I'm already buying all of your albums and lore books and figurines. It's, I, I don't know. People have money to burn though. Uh, I, I people will just buy, I'm not saying that this is stupid, but people will buy the stupidest shit. And, uh, maybe for somebody having the extra saddlebag capacity is worth the $5. I, I would, think you should just organize your inventory better or sell more stuff but that's me uh i i don't know people have people have money to burn you know so let them let them burn it on this i guess if they want to do that i'm gonna hold my horses though it's not something i would want to jump into on day one i want to see how it goes how like i don't want to give them money up front and then like what if the core features suck what if the core uh-huh. features with the, the stuff, if it's not syncing to my calendar correctly or, or there's so much lag or the servers are bad or something weird and there's a delay when I'm buying stuff or I don't, I'm not being doom and gloom, but bef- it's to me, I would like to try before I throw any additional cash at this. Yeah, I, well, and I, and I know a lot of people, well, I'm not personally worried, but I know a lot of people are worried and I can see why. That people with real life money will now have an edge over people for like buying and selling on the market boards. You know, Realistic, you know, if you, I have real life cash, so I can undercut you while I'm sitting at my desk at work. I don't know. Maybe that's paranoid. I don't know. I just have, I have a real hard time with anything that gives you a possible in game benefit or i don't perk for spending real life money so i don't know especially in a sub game we should all be on the same level 
All right, Feast Regional Championships. So the Feast, the finals, regional championships to take place on in each of the fan festivals in Las Vegas, Paris, and Tokyo. Each of the regional championships to receive a prize, champions to receive a prize. Uh, we will be hosting a regional championship during each of the fan festivals held in North America, Europe, and Japan Preliminaries and semifinals. PvP team preliminaries are now underway. Semifinals to decide the champions within each data center. All eligible members from the top teams from the semifinals will be invited to the regional fan festival. They will cover, Square Enix will cover travel, lodging, and fan festival ticket costs. Nice. Yeah. So that that's actually pretty cool. I I, I don't do P- PVP. I don't care for PVP, but it's in the game. It has some interest, and you know, I I I I, I watched them do the PVP event last time we were there. So it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. I think it was harder just to buy the tickets than it would be to uh, <laughs> to do the PVP to get it. We're, we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. <laughs> All right, patch 4.4 details. You yeah. Prelude in Violet is the name of the name of the patch. What do you think that means? I have seen um if you look at the map in game it looks like there's a storm cloud over Garmeld right now and lightning is violet. Mm. I don't know. Ramu's shitting on it or something? I don't know. <laughs> well, it is, you know, not that far from Gerdania, I suppose. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Patch 4.4 Prelude in Violet is coming mid-September. It will contain new main scenario quests, obvious, <laughs> new side story quests, the Four Lords, and if further adventures, event further Hildebrand, that's badly translated. Mm-hmm. More Hildebrand is what that means. There you go. Uh, more Domen Reconstruction. I don't know about you, well, you're not there yet, but I'm done. I can't even, I can't even donate anymore. I, oh, I, that I, blows! Yeah, yeah. Once once you hit the once you hit the max, I can't even turn in stuff weekly. They won't take it. Nothing. However, the storyline is cute, and if if you're not working on it, you should save up any of those uh, Allegan currencies, those little gold sacks, mm-hmm. and that's that's what I've been doing. And uh, you get a little bit more money back for donating them there versus. Uh, Selling them to an NPC. Anyway, we're going to get more Domen Reconstruction. New Instance Dungeons. Ruby. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm starting with uh, St. Mosian's Arboretum Hard. That's cool. I'm interested in finding out why we have to go back to the area near Idleshire. Uh, I liked the I liked that dungeon the first time through. Oh, I still don't have that minion. I'm I'm interested in finding out because it's it's all like overgrown flowers and bears mutated with flowers and it's really really cool. I liked that that dungeon. I'm excited to go back and see what's going on. Yeah, there's a nice thing that you know when we got into Heaven's Word, they were taking the 2.0, the Realm Reborn dungeons, and adding that hard moniker to it, and we were revisiting those. And it's really cool that we're able to revisit some of the 3.0 dungeons with this hard status. Uh, what did we have? There was um, 
Uh, Copper Bell Mines. Yeah, there was Copper Bell. I'm thinking of the 3.0 ones. We had the one. Was it the Airy Hard? Was it Airy that we had, or what was the other one? I I couldn't even tell you. Okay, see, I didn't like Salma Hard because it was. I, I didn't like Salma. It kind of went backwards. That was the one where we had the um, – uh, did we have the lava, the uh, lava scorpion? Was that it? I don't uh, but so, so we had some revisiting though more or less and uh, at least they're choosing a cool dungeon this time for us to, to go yeah. and visit. When I think the whole we're doing less dungeons, I'm hoping that that means they can be pickier choosing which one they do and doing it well, making the story interesting, making the dungeon interesting, making the fights interesting. Because, I mean, I don't know about you, but I liked going back to uh, Wanderer's Palace hard. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know why, but I liked that one a lot. There's a lot of them that was like, oh, you know, and now it's a training ground or now something else invaded. And, and yeah, sometimes the storylines seem a little cheap, but hopefully... They can take the lore, you know, what storyline, I'm hoping some storyline reason gets us to go back there, you know. But uh, the burn is the other dungeon, Mm -hmm. and uh, there's a lot of uh, speculation that this will be the storyline attached dungeon. Uh, We all got very excited when we saw the burn, I think, on the map way back, right? Right? You you know what this is going to be, though. It's the, this is going to be. It's the Zelfatal treatment. Yes, yes. I, I when I Zelfatal was an entire fucking region on the map, and they condensed it down to one fairly cool dungeon. But now they're taking the burn is a zone on the map, and I think they're just going to make it a dungeon again. I'm gonna. I'm with you a hundred percent on that, but I'm gonna throw this in there. I honestly look at the peaks as part of Zelfatal. And I think they mm-hmm. kind of fucked around. And even though they called that zone the peaks, if you look at the structure of the mountains and the peaks, and I think if I, I'm, I don't have an Eorzea map or I'm sorry, a <laughs> But you're pretty much there, me. though, right? But you were pretty yeah. much, you know, uh, you were looking at the Zelfatal Mountains when you're in the peaks, even though it's the peaks as far as that's concerned. So my hope is when we get into 5.0, because I don't believe we're going to get another zone in the, in the 4.x storyline. No. But when we get into. 5.0 that the burn itself is probably going to to lend itself to some other area that's my hope at least yeah. uh even though the burn itself is in authard uh we may get to see portions of that as we creep into uh, uh garlemald so uh fingers crossed well we don't really know how far alphana got got right sure that's that's what i'm thinking is last time we saw our heroes that we got to play their NBCs, they were in this horrible desert and the burn, the lore from that and the lore from the area he was in, I think it all goes together. And maybe the burn is the only really interesting place there anyway. And uh, I've seen some speculation. People are like, are we going to get to play Alphano again? And I'm like, you know, I bet we're the Warriors of Light going to have to go find what happened to Alphano, and that's how we're going to get there. Well, I, maybe it was in the last article we read, the Korean live letter that asked that similar question, and they said they don't want to burn out playing as NPCs. They looked right. at it as a treat. And so will we get that again? I think we will. 
I think it's 4.5 or 5.0 or some rarity that we'll get to play. And it's probably not Alphano again. We may get to play mm-hmm. as Alizé or some other character because that's not something we want to just do all the time. No, and they're not going to do it for an entire dungeon. You're not going to queue up for a dungeon that gets you expert tomes and now all of you are playing Elfino? How is this going to work? I don't know. So, um, I, I hope, I hope they do good story things around this. I don't think, I don't know. I feel like Zelfatal was kind of glossed over. Agreed. Yeah. So I am super excited for the Arboretum though. I, I, I found that dungeon fun. I found the mobs interesting. Except for the pull to the wall and pray that Tank knows how to push the cooldowns to let him live. Anyway. There is a cool shot here of the burn that's like a dragon spine or something. Mm, some kind of all, giant animal. And that's animal. sand is what I'm told. People yeah. are like, it's white, it's snow. And I'm like, I think that's sand. Well, it's I mean, what? Desert. The Last Jedi, it was salt. And I don't mean the people who watched the movie and didn't like oh my it. God, I, and it had red stuff under the salt. <laughs> yeah, so so I don't think this is salt. I think this is white sand or ash or something because mm-hmm. what didn't the Garleans blast this zone or they 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 destroyed? I thought the, there, wasn't there a summoning? There was a that summoning all the aether they, from the ground, and that's really what made them want to stomp out all summonings i don't remember there's a lore bomb there somewhere they probably fought some of these things yeah maybe it was a scorched earth technique or they destroyed whatever primal was out here or something so i don't know if we're looking at the carcass of some giant primal is it a sandworm dune was on last night so sandworms oh the spice must flow the spice must flow (laughs) but yeah i I, i'm hoping i i I play this game honestly for the story for the most part Mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm hoping the story's there. All right, new trials from the Four Lords quest line. We're getting Suzaku and Suzaku Extreme. Expected. Yep, yep. And the, did you ever, did you read the Blue Garter? Oh, you linked that to me. There was some funny shit in there. Oh God, it's so funny. They're like, and then the fight that will make Final Fantasy XI people salty. And I'm like, yes, because when I said I wanted Final Fantasy XI in 14 or something like that i really meant sky not here's four instance battles with dumbed down bosses mm-hmm. welcome to 14 welcome to 14 i'm gonna cry a little harder later i'm gonna go cry my pillow later but uh suzako that you know i'm I'm hoping for a fun and interesting fight uh i didn't care for biako um i don't think a lot of people did I thought it was a, there was like one interesting mechanic, maybe, but and then a forever falling section. I didn't like the character model either, but that's just me. But um, I liked Sukiyomi, so I'm hoping that I don't know. It depends who wrote it, but Suzaku is like a firebird, right? I don't remember now. Yeah, yeah, it's like a phoenix vermilion type. bird. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Hopefully that will be cool and interesting. And I, I really like that they've been making these side quests. You know, a lot of people complain about, and I do too, about how you, after the first time you see a Realm Reborn uh, credits roll, you have like a hundred quests to get to Heavensward. But a lot of that is stuff that today, if they wrote it today, I feel for sure would have been a side quest. I feel sure. like... Ramu would have been a side quest, you know, 
some of these other ones would have been a side quest. And uh, so you could have maybe skipped past that stuff quickly to catch up to your friends without buying a potion. And at the same time, you could go back later and check it out. And they've talked about revising some of that stuff. I don't know what the timetable for that would be, whether it's 5.0 or later, that they would make 2.0 stuff a little more streamlined, or at least that 2.x right after up to 3.0. But I could see taking some of that stuff and throwing it into Waking Sand slash Rising Stone slash whatever it was at the time, and uh, giving it to an Urian Jay to say, look... Side quest, go see Ramu. Side quest, mm-hmm. Shiva's a little different because it ties into well, the Shiva's storyline, story. right? Shiva's Shiva's like Sukiyomi, so right. it has to happen. I feel like the norm, the normal mode, right, has to happen. Uh, you know, Ifrit has to happen. Ifrit's there's Ifrit has to happen. It's storyline. Garuda has to happen. Titan has to happen. Ultima has to happen. Uh, I do kind of respect that. You know, somewhere in there, they kind of were like, "Well, you know, this isn't everyone's cup of tea." So let's let's put it to the side, make it a side quest. I like the fact that that's fairly clearly shown as a side quest now. So because you do you do have to plan for people who are joining the game f- four years after it came out. The game, however, gives you really good ways to catch up for gear and other stuff too. So, you know, that's really kind of the outliers, the two point one stuff or something through three point But we're getting a new raid. Yep. Omega Alpha Scape and Omega Alpha Scape Savage. I'm What is I, it? I, we don't know. I'm assu- I'm assuming it's same old, same old. I'm assuming it's seven. Yeah, I'm assuming it's seven. I feel well. Omega, it's it's kind of brilliant because the storyline of Omega is, I am omnipresent and I can see all things. Is that the right word? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm gonna just like make copies of all the badasses in all of the universes ever, and make you fight them. Yep. So, yeah, we can we can actually kill Sephiroth. That would be cool. <laughs> Too bad there's not an Omega weapon in Seven. Oh wait. There is. <laughs> I see. I I didn't get that far, and so I don't think I ever finished. So it. yeah, well, Omega is pretty transcendent. In fact, they put it into Final Fantasy 15 now, and it was a 40 minute battle that I tried to watch like 10 minutes of it. It looks cool, but that game gets a little <laughs> redundant at times. Uh, but uh, Omega transcends uh, Final Fantasies, and uh, I think it's a good raid. I like that they called it Alpha Scape because it ties back into Alpha, our cute little mm-hmm. Boko Chocobo. We're going to fight a giant Chocobo. So we get to kind of find out what's the secret behind Alpha. Is it all in its mind? Is it the actual end program? Has it been studying us and will use it against us? Or is it, it a good it's guy? A trap. It's, it's a, a trap. trap. But uh, I'm assuming it's going to be normal mode. It's going to be all the tokens again, and uh, yeah, that formula is good. The formula is the formula. Well, I kind of wish they would alter the formula slightly to make us able to gear up faster through regular Alpha Escape or regular Omega. I mean, mm-hmm. that the weekly lockout I feel like could go away. But how will you get people to continue to run it? Though I have alts for fuck's sakes. But then I guess if I can if I can gear up all my alts, why would I go farm ex primals? Why would I go do the twenty four mans? I don't know, glamour probably. 
There you go. All right, battle system update. We are getting job adjustments. This is huge. This is really huge. Roll action slots increased. Roll action slots increased up to 10 as a temporary fix to some problems with the roll action system. I actually hadn't read that this is a temporary fix. Me either. So, this, so, this so today we get five action slots, which is honestly tricky for some jobs, right? Sure. I have to know what I'm queuing into. Sometimes I'll queue into even a dungeon and I'm like, ooh, do I need a Suna for this? Yes, no, maybe. Mm-hmm. So they realize they have something wrong with their role action system. So instead of five, they're giving us 10. How many even do we get? I think like 10. Yeah. (laughs) So basically you can slot everything. I know people are, there are already people crying. I don't have 10 spots on my controller and I'm like, or or 10 spots on my bars. And I'm like, I have all the stuff on my bars, yeah. even if it's not currently slotted. Well, and that's... Well, okay, I don't have rescue. That's but. a dumb argument, though, Yelta, because the reason this is a fix is because we have bloat even within the roll action system. There are actions within the roll action system that are completely worthless. Yet there are some actions that are a necessity. There are some actions that are basically a staple of that roll itself, and then you have that mix of actions that would have that strategy. And I'm not going to go into each one, but if mm-hmm. you're a healer, you may or may not want I want to... protect. Exactly. Okay, so mm-hmm. if you're a healer, you're going to probably want protect because it's a staple of the of the healing class. Instead of communicate, will you bring protect or do I have to bring protect? This game sometimes, a lot of the times, communication is just not there. It'd be nice to just bring the staple like Asuna and protect. Then you have some of those strategic type ones like do I need surecast for this fight or not? Do I need rescue for this fight or not? And then you have ones like... I don't the names of them that even escape me because I don't who uses well, them. I I Bleak need Swiftcast, Blight, or, or whatever. There's abilities yeah. that that are there that they co- have collected dust since the roll action system came out in 4.0. Well, and part of me is angry because like protect. Honestly, you could probably clear anything in this game with no one casting protect ever. So it's kind of like there because of lore or Final Fantasy feels, but it's basically a semi-permanent buff that stays up forever uh, but but doesn't really have a ton of effect. So, I, Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want Protect to go away. In fact, I'm mad. I am angry we don't have Stone Skin. Yeah. Right? You know, you talk about bloat and that's true, but I really loved, you know, stone skinning people at the perfect time right before a pull and he would take no damage and I'd get two holies out uh, before But Yelta, we have stone skin on White Mage, but they called it Divine Benison. Divine Benison and they could yeah. just change the name of that back and it still be something similar, Ooh. you know, but but when well, I t- they- when I'm talking about the bloat, there are some roll actions that are never used, never ever, never oh, ever, yeah, yeah, yeah. never ever used. And those can go away. When this came out and I saw this news, I'm sitting at work and I'm watching you know, Twitter and checking the updates. For one, I did not know this, this was a temporary fix. Obviously, they're going to fix the roll action stuff when 5.0 hits. They're just putting this as a Band-Aid on this so everybody can be happy until we get there. So it's not a, a long-term strategic change for them. They've kind of thrown strategy out the window uh, for now. But um, when I looked at this, I thought 7 was the magic number because 7 
seven, you still could leave three oh, yeah. on the shelf and keep what you wanted. Some roles, you know, you would be like, I guess like when I look at range DPS, uh, like uh, Archer, uh, the, the, the bards, the machinist, when I looked at that one, I was like, okay, it would be nice to still be able to uh, peloton, but also still be able to have both like the arm break or whatever it's called, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the silence and the stun and have a, a few of the other abilities that were in there, that's kind of cool. But again, there are some roles that you have to have to have these abilities on, and it's just not fair. It's not even across all the roles. Oh, no. If I don't take Swiftcast as a healer, I could be kicked out of a party. What are you doing? Yeah. I know. I And, you know, and that's not really fair. I know what they were going... They were kind of... I know... I kind of know what they were going for, because honestly... There are, you know, older MMOs that you know what you're going to go do, so you pick your abilities that the things are weak to, or that you know you're going to need, you know. I get it. I get what they were going for, but this implementation wasn't done well. And I think they're, like, saying here, fuck it, take all of your role actions. Well, I'm hoping they're saying fix it in 5.0. Yeah. All right, PvP updates. (laughs) Timed Attack, that's the tentative name, has been added to Quick Chat. Uh, That's because you can't type shit into PvP chat because someone might call you in bad name. Mm -hmm. Uh, PvP-specific HUD layouts can be adjusted in the Wolves' Den Pier. Thank you, because I actually ran into that. I don't even, Ruby, I don't even fucking PvP. But I've been like, oh, I can't adjust my HUD. I'll go to the Wolves Den because that's where I'm now. That nope, still can't. Yeah, the 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 whole point of the Wolves Den evolved into this is your playground to goof around with the PvP stuff. So it made no sense that the HUD layout was not adjustable there. All right, they added the forbidden. They're adding the forbidden land, Eureka, the third installment. What? <laughs> Which is funny. I say what because we're like, but we've only had one so far. <laughs> well, that's where I kind of have a complaint about this super staggered schedule. That's a whole nother rant. But I, I half of me is like, I understand he wants to keep us subscribed. They want to keep us subscribed. They want to. They don't want us to burn through all the content in you know two weeks and whatever. But you know they're 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 talking about stuff that's over a patch away so it it kind of weirds me out but anyway the forbidden land eureka third installment they're adding a new region in 4.4 they're current, currently balancing the adjustments the name is decided but they felt they shouldn't reveal it yet especially since pagos isn't out yet mm-hmm they're adding a new system. It's the logo system. By doing certain actions, the logo system will trigger. The logo system is different depending on the role you play. For example, there will be actions that will allow for a DPS to build threat like a tank, hmm. which they kind of say like a good thing, but who knows why? Maybe <laughs> DPS DPSs usually are don't want to build threat. Use a shirk. Use a shirk. Yeah. And Eureka Weapons, the challenge continues, exclamation point. Well, it better. So, it's the whole fucking point. I, well, well, here's the thing, though. I actually respect that they're working on and adding new stuff 
to these systems because that's one of my biggest things is you're too fucking scared to try something new. And we didn't, we didn't talk about it, but then maybe it's lower down, uh, you know, the monster hunter crossover event is going to have entirely different mechanics. It Uh sounds like so. I respect the fact that they're trying, and you're right, and we talked about this before. Eureka is the right place to exper- experiment with this stuff. Yes, so. yes. Uh, you know, for us at Gather Together, we had hoped, I think we had hoped 3.0 was going to be more experimental, but when we saw 3.0 wasn't, we like, okay, the kid gloves, kid gloves are coming off in 4.0. <laughs> They're going to do all kinds of wacky stuff. And then when we heard about roll actions and other stuff, we're like, okay, yeah, now we're getting to the yeah, nitty-gritty. Yeah. You have to make decisions and they'll matter. And, and it never really... It never really came to that. It, it was still kind of patty cake or whatever. And I think a lot of Endgame Raiders will say, you know, things got dumbed down when we got to 4.0 and thank God for Ultimate and yada, yada, yada. We won't go there. But Eureka really is that place to play around with the systems. I'm not saying make it more 11 I know a lot of people have issues. Still, these people <laughs> still have issues with the death uh, mechanics and, and I still see bitching on Twitter from people that don't like the death penalty and stuff. And I think it's just because it's so easy in the real game of Final mm-hmm. Fantasy fourteen to just hit return. You know, blood warping has been forgotten. But blood warping meant something at one time. You're taking a penalty to get your ass out of there or whatever else instead of waiting for the raise. And um, anyway... Uh, Whatever you like about it or not, I'm not saying necessarily putting more 11 mechanics or more of the difficult mechanics from 11. I'm just saying it gives the chance for us to feel out some new things. And if it sucks, they can change it. If it sucks, they can adjust it. So we do need to be open-minded about Eureka. The problem we had with the original Eureka first installment is because there was nothing. There was nothing that they were experimenting other than the small wheel that you spun a couple of times, and uh, it really didn't do much for us. So uh, my thing on this is I'm looking forward to whatever Logo Systems means. Uh, Of course, everything here has got this Greek naming, which I really love. Uh, I'm excited about the Logo System. I don't know quite what they mean about you know DPS building threat like a tank, but maybe it means – you don't necessarily have to have every role in your party. You get to put on some other role and get to play a different style. I I don't know. Um, oh man, I had another point to this. I'll, I'll backtrack just a minute and say we don't have the naming of the new areas, but we've seen images of the new areas. And since they're keeping that Greek connotation, I think somebody had already – kind of speculated what it would be um but i would expect either we're gonna have fire as the next one or uh something thundery but i'm guessing we'll probably go to fire right after ice i don't know that we'd go to thunder unless they're doing something with the elemental wheel and um the other is i'm looking forward to whatever adjustments were coming out of the second one as well i'm not expecting anything big out of pagos as far as 
huge major leaps in the way that like stats are done or anything with the the wheel so much but just how the layout of the enemies may be different how um we'll get to different because i think that they said in pagos we would have some kind of not uh, height differential you know maybe we have to go up high or do something to get to certain areas so i guess what they're tackling first is not necessarily system changes, but positional changes with the way that they have the um, the fates or the NM spawns and maybe make it feel a little better for us running around. And then we add a new system when they have that kind of placed out. So again, it's a work in progress. The reason we were frustrated with Eureka 1 is because it was bare bones. But I think now that what they're really listening, they've added um, that achievement type thing to it where, you know, you're doing stuff and getting more, I want to call it light still, Yelta, but we're <laughs> getting, you're getting more crystals and things based on. Um, yeah, the, the whole challenge log. The challenge log, get, thank you. Get, you. You, get a, you get once a week. They're listening. Get... They're making yeah. those small adjustments as it goes. So by the time we get to whatever this third one is going to be called. Uh, even though logos may be a little rusty at first, whatever whatever logos will be, uh, I'm I'm open minded to uh, to what they're going to bring to the table. Well, I feel I feel like they tried they tried some new things. Uh, not all of them worked out. I'm very excited to see what's going to be. Well, this is part of why I'm worried. So we're 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 getting a new uh, Eureka. We're getting a new Eureka uh, in what a few, uh, next month? Mm-hmm. Is that going to be enough time before the next one? They're already testing and getting ready to release. Is that they're not going to have any feedback on the next version of Eureka before they roll out the one after that? I feel like that's well, what I'm worried about. Yeah, I, I, and I think that's why we're not getting a logos in the next one. We're not getting a logos in the second one. I think. Again, all we're going to see out of Pagos is placement of NMs being different. Um, I don't know what tricks up they have, what tricks up their their sleeve they have for it, but it may be maybe they're deciding that the way the NMs have been popped is not what they want for that. I think that's something they could get the feedback for before four point five or four point five six or whatever, whenever. Eureka 3 mm-hmm. is going to happen. That can be fluctuated. I mean, it's not a black or white thing, but obviously Eureka 1 with I go to this NM and I go to this NM and I go to this NM and I make a semicircle and then we go to Pazuzu. That was boring. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that they're going to make any big wheel changes until we get post Pagos, pre Logos, or into Logos. So I think just what Pagos is, is do we like the way that the NM pops are going? Does it keep people interested longer? Uh, or are we still having the issue with people burning up a server in X number of minutes and popping out and popping into a new one? I think that's the biggest one that they have to tackle. Yeah. Are we keeping p- players engaged longer while they're in here? Or is it another mindless tank and spank? If they get past that... Then it's time. Let's add a new layer on it, and I think that's what they're hoping to achieve with Pagos before we get into Eureka Three. Yeah, they definitely have to keep the instance alive. That's one. Uh, and in fact, I 
I feel like they should reward us more by playing at our level and maybe even punish us if we join parties that are above or actually I don't mind well below, but that's where the whole sinking thing is to come in. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, I've, I still can't play Eureka with Ulf. I'm level 20 and he's level like three. So, hmm. all right, let's see. Lost Canals of... Uznair. Uznair. <laughs> Yelta can't pronounce anything. All right, they're adding new dungeons. It will be randomized, so you may enter the same old canals or an entirely new dungeon. You know, I'm actually kind of excited by that because we get so excited when we kill that last enemy on the open world map. Is the portal going to show up or not? Yep, we get disappointed when it doesn't. But, and then we zone in. It's like, okay, you kill the enemies. Is the door going to light up? No. Okay, pick a door. Is it going to be the one that gets us further? I. This is where RNG li- goes to die, I guess. <laughs> or RNG mm-hmm. lives forever, mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, and, uh... Yeah, I, I, I kind of, I'm, I'm kind of for this. In fact, I kind of wish they did that instead of adding the thieves map, right? So now you have like a whole nother map you have to find on a whole nother, you know, overworld, whatever. So I hope this is also coming with new prizes and, you know, whatever. I still haven't made it all the way through the, the deepest canals. I haven't either. I keep, Not to yeah, the very end I, of it, no. I think I, I've gotten I, to room I, three. <laughs> I may have to do... I have been, I had been doing, like every other week, a Thursday night party or something, but it's been a while again now, so I may have to dredge that back up. All right, gathering and crafting updates. They're adding new recipes. They're adding new fishing holes. Oh, wait. The Dolmen Enclave. Is that just one fishing hole? I don't know. They're adding new fishing holes. Oh, I wonder if you can donate fish then, right? So far, it's just been like, donate your shit. Mm-hmm. So, maybe maybe they'll make some changes to the Dolmen Restoration Project. I don't know. Anyway, Zloe is going to have custom deliveries rewards adjusted. I know we could use, you know... Gold saucer card packs adjusted. So, don't don't get me you know, there. Go ahead <laughs> I just tap danced on your left last nerve. <laughs> All right, grand company updates. Uh, Captain rank unlocked. Hey yo. Squadron updates. New command missions added. New squadron miss- missions added. Yay! So cool. That's that's cool. I I usually I still at least once a week send them out to do whatever the higher level mission is. Absolutely. I. Yeah, and and then if you have the right, I can't remember the name of it, where, you know, they do a mission and they bring me back MGP or they bring me back crafter scripts. Mm-hmm. So it's worth doing. Yeah, I'd like to see some of those those things uh, upped a little bit because, like, for Materia, if they bring me a ton of fours, which is great, but I'd like to see some fives come out of it now at this point. So maybe with the addition of Captain Rank or something, they can start bringing back some. It doesn't say that here, but it would be nice for them to uh, bring back some new new stuff. Well, and someone was like, well, Captain, that's the highest rank, so we're done, right? But there's, there's like a lower list somewhere. There's like six more ranks you can go up after being a captain. Mm-hmm. I'm not military, so I don't know. But 
uh, I think based on NPCs or whatever, someone made a list that, you know, captain's not the last rank. You don't, don't actually rule Gridania if you're a captain, so. Oh, I want to rule Gridania. <laughs> there's, there, there's more to go after this. I do hope against hope that the captain rank, if, if they do it again, the captain rank special glamour items you can buy from your grand company are cool. Yes. Because last time, what, I got a hat and a coat, and they were both kind of on the eh. ugly side. Eh. Eh. This is where that needs to happen. When, and, you know, Ruby and I both talked about how we want to see something new and awesome on someone and be like, Jesus Christ, where did you get that? You know? Yeah. And the only time I get, where did you get that, is like some grand company healer one that looks like a butterfly wing that no one's ever seen before because I'm the only one who's ever clamored it. Okay, probably not the only one, but the only one they saw. Alright, housing updates. Mannequin indoor furnishing added. Fuck it. Do we say fucking finally at this point? Yeah, about time. Right, yeah. They've been pro- So mannequins have been in 11 forever and we've been asking about them forever. So we're getting mannequin indoor furnishings. If you don't know what that is, you should be able to basically equip every slot that you can put on your character on this mannequin. And I don't know. I like to use, I, I envision them being used as decorative items in houses or whatever. But they've, they've thought a little further, which I was kind of surprised. Gear equipped to the mannequins can be put up for sale as a bundle. This will be linked to the market board. I thought that was interesting. Now, I've mm. played games where you can create a mannequin. It might have been like... Animal Crossing or something. You basically put an outfit on the mannequin, which lets you like walk in and quick change into it or glamour into it. Uh, so being able to sell an entire set, that's kind of neat. I'm hoping you can choose not to if you want to just use it decoratively. But uh, the other bullet point is you can compile all the glamours you want to buy and place on the mannequin immediately and buy it. I don't know what that means. Is it like a preview? Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, why would I want to buy the stuff I'm, I just placed I'm, on? I'm it? a little confused too. I I don't know if it's like a shopping cart while I'm in the market. Maybe board so. Or... All right, I am looking forward to mannequins. I I really want them for housing. I really want to put dress them up or you know, whatever. I don't know. New customization features added. You can now set role playing status to your house now. I'm assuming for ERP, I don't know. No, someone will hate me for saying that. That's the first. That's the first comment I read about it somewhere. Uh, but uh, honestly, I, I do like the idea that you can set role playing as the status for your house, which means if I'm just like wandering the neighborhood and I enter your house, I won't interrupt your role playing because I would by running through and dancing on the table and not realize that you were having a serious conversation. All right, so, but the second bullet point also confuses me. So if you want to make the house a shop, you can use the feature to make it look like a cafe. I don't know. Is it a glamour site for your house? Uh, that's weird. I don't know. It, it seems weird to me. If anyone, if any listeners have any idea what this might mean, please let us know because we're not educated, I guess. All right, gold saucer updates. New gate is added. 
Platforming puzzles. I hate platforming, but as long as they don't lock something behind it that I must have, I, I will survive. I do still do that little, like, uh, one where you have to, like, avoid the bombs and hop up and find the chocobo chick. I do that. I have not so, done uh, that one in, uh, Kugane. What? I can't. The one in oh, Kugane? No, that, that no, one in Kugane, me. I can't. No, 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 no. I will never get those, uh, I'm actually kind of bitter about that. I will never get the achievement for having all of those uh, points of interest. I don't remember what they're called in this game. But uh, they're adding jumping puzzles. Uh, test your skills in a new jumping challenge. And they show a picture of Rogger's Reach, the giant statue there. Right? Uh, yeah, I think we... Do we currently have a jump puzzle that's over there? Something like that? I thought there was something that was already kind of over there in Raugar's Reach, or people well, were well, wanting in, a jump puzzle in Raugar's Reach or something. See, in like Raugar's, well, there is that one dungeon that you basically run by somewhere just above that, and you look down at it, I think. But I've never seen a jumping puzzle there, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And, and to me, these are all very difficult. I'm good at platformers when they're 2D, like hook me up with a Mega Man game, I'm good to go. <laughs> but the, it's the 3D part of it. I'm just I'm not good at 3D platforming because I it's hard for me to base how far to jump. If these were all max jump, I think I could do it. <laughs> oh but yeah, not. Cut, cutting your jump short is hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even even the one in the the gate in the gold saucer, we have to jump up and you have to basically like not hold down W and do the full jump. You have to like tap it and like not jump the whole step or you fall off. Right. And do that while you're uh, communicating in tells with someone who tell who's telling you you're going to leave this. He's going to leave the server. So. Oh boy. <laughs> that was my week. All right. Okay. Ulf and I are a little bit excited. We're excited and confused what this means. We've been eternally bonded for a while. Uh, so. Ceremony of Eternal Bonding features expanded. This one kind of took me completely unawares. I didn't know that they had the Eternal Bond system is neat. Uh, I've said it many times. Ulf and I have spent way more time putting that together than our real life wedding. And we've been married 20 years. So it was almost more special to us to record this than our real wedding. So they're adding new ceremonies. So that's cool. Now you, you and you and Senna, you have your bracelets. We bought or? the package. We haven't gone through with it yet. So will we get the benefit of the new ceremonies? Because we haven't gone through the steps well, of picking. Well, well, ceremonies was something you picked after you had the bracelet. So I hope so. Okay. Now they're adding anniversary ceremonies, which is, allows you to reenact the ceremony you had during the eternal bond, and you can invite your friends or an open party. That's cool. That's kind of neat. So I don't know about the rest of the world, but in the U.S. we have this whole, you know, retaking your vows thing. You basically like reenact your wedding, but now you're not poor, I guess, is the idea. <laughs> so I I don't know. Ulf, Ulf's eyes lit up a little bit when I talked about ceremonies and, you know, anniversary ceremonies. Because that, I got to tell you. I do the weekly cack pot, and two of my three tickets are my real life wedding anniversary month and date, and my in-game anniversary month and date. So, 
you know, this, this is, this is cool to some people. I don't know. You and Cinna got to like get hitched. Dude, we got to do it. I mean, we got this kid and everything. We're living in sin. <laughs> we got, we got to make this happen. <laughs> there's, I don't think there's any sin in Eorzea. Probably not. I hope not. <laughs> All right. Well, I am a Lala married to a Rose, so well, just yeah, hey, whatever your bend that. is, you know, I don't hate. <laughs> All right, they're updating group pose settings. I haven't mentioned lately that I suck at using group pose, but some people make amazing screenshots. Mm-hmm. So they're adding minion actions. Player walking slash running motions added. You can lock the time, weather, and that's the setting. So you can lock the time of day and, and weather. That's so good because how many times have we like got together for a group screenshot and it either started raining or now it's getting to be evening. Yep. Uh, and they've added new screen effects. So that's awesome. Cool. All right. Additional updates. We're going to do these fast because they're all the fucking same as ever. <laughs> New elegant tomes. <gasps> uh, they, this next one's good though. They're they're changing the requirements to get into Crystal Tower. Back in the day, you had to do a bunch of fates or certain fates, so it's 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 very tiring. So uh, they're they're fixing that, which makes me hopeful for them fixing the two point one through three point oh stuff. Yes. So they're gonna make it easier to get into the Crystal Tower. Uh, duty recorder. They're gonna expand the recordable duties, increased more features, unending journey. That's uh, that's the book that shows you the old cutscenes, right? Right. Right, so you can now view multiple choice scenes. That's interesting because, you know, sometimes I swear the NPCs say the same thing either way, but I would like to see if they don't. The next one's really, really big, guys. Configuration data is now saved to their server, except display settings, so back your shit up anyway. But the player UI and layouts are now saved to a server. No more having to set up your hotbars on a new PC. However, Yoshida warns to be careful overriding your settings. And I think something else came up that you, this is not an automatic thing. I don't know where I read this, but it's not automatic. You, you, you are going to have to like back it up manually. I don't know. I don't know. I thought I read that somewhere. Hmm. Well, until that day, but... back up your settings. My wife tells me <laughs> constantly, Back up your settings, back up your settings. But, you know, well, it is annoying to have to back it up in three different spots. <laughs> and I do know of people who had a complete shutdown, a meltdown or something on their PC. They didn't back it up. And the PS4 players have it even worse because mm, they yeah. don't they don't have a way to do that. Yeah, and this one only mentions PCs. Yeah. So I don't know if, if – I have no idea. And it just doesn't mention anything about copying – PS4 settings to a PC and vice versa. I don't know. I, and do you just set up, back up your settings using the tool, or do you actually copy that directory in Windows? No, I just use the tool. I, I use oh. the tool. I, I have, I think, in the past, like when I built this PC, I think I went back and I actually did a, a copy thing. But I've never had an issue outside of the tool. I think the um, the only difference I, – I think when I built this PC, though – it was 
it was before a lot of the new HUD features were implemented, mm, like where yeah. the positioning was saved of stuff. So I think it saved my hotbar settings, but I wasn't sure if it saved the positioning of the UI. So I think when I built the new PC, I did copy that folder over to make sure that the HUD display was the same. Well, and I personally, I find which folder is Yelta, and I back it up. And then if I'm playing a different character... I actually copy the contents of that folder into that oh, character folder. Sense. Yeah. Right? You get you get all your job abilities in the same place and that kind of thing. So there are tricks. All right, that concluded the part 1 of the live letter. Uh there was a special guest. We're going to go fast cuz we're late. But Monster Hunter World is here. They talked a bit about their history. Uh I don't know. I don't even know what to say. They talk about Capcom side. Now, the Capcom version, the Monster Hunter said they already have Behemoth, right? Uh, I think so. I, I don't want to be yeah. 100% on that one, but I did watch their trailer, and I watched ours too. Um, and really, the one that caught my attention prior to the live letter is there was a tweet on their side that talked about the longevity and that there would be no expiration date for Behemoth mm-hmm. being there, and I thought, well... There certainly couldn't be an expiration date on Rathalos, and that has been now confirmed. There is no expiration date on this content, which I think is huge. So this isn't really an event. For me, event means something that's happening now, limited time. Mm -hmm. This is is a permanent addition to the game. (laughs) It's great. I love the trailer. We're not going to go over the trailer here we're not going to watch it here uh we'll save that for when 4.4 comes out we'll watch that trailer but uh (laughs) we have time we have fantastic music that is on this trailer the 14 one uh showcasing the rathalos content and boy howdy there's some good music. oh yeah it it, the okay so the capcom side is august 2nd so i don't know what i read but i do i do know i read someone were like what are these green things (laughs) apparently there's people who play monster hunter who don't know what a cactus is and that's adorable but i don't know who rathalos is either so i'm also ha ha uh, I don't know. They they go into the event and how the behemoth fight requires HR 16 or higher. I have no idea what that means. But there's a dragon set of the dragoon and a Moogle outfit. There, there's more collaborative content. I did pre-order the PC version of uh, uh, a Monster Hunter because oh, nice. I, I, well, do you remember? Do you remember Yuichi? Yuichi sent me a message. He's like, "Hey, Yelta, you getting the PC version of this?" And I'm like. Well, I don't know. And he's like, buy it for Green Man Gaming. And I went there and I'm like, okay. And I bought it. So nice. I'm going to be trying this. <laughs> I, I, I've watched like, I think I watched, uh, Sly Fox play this. I'm not sure this is my game, but it might be fun to try. And they had a cool scene in their trailer, uh, with all the dragoons and they recreated the storm. I'm sorry, the heavens word opening it had four dragoons on a ledge and they did the jump up thing like like at the end of heaven's word uh was really neat to watch that's cool i crossover events are cool as long as they blend well into the game that's my bit has always been my only worry but all right uh but ours releases august 7th the same day as patch 4.36 you're gonna have the great hunt the great hunt extreme uh the Monster Hunter devs don't understand having two modes, so 
Uh, but it's my understanding the normal mode in 14 is going to be an eight man, mm-hmm. but the extreme mode is going to be a four man. That's interesting. So I, right? I thought that was interesting. And it, it, it has, I don't know if the mechanics change or if you just do it differently or if you just have less people. So uh, Rathalos is going to ignore threat. So everyone's a tank. It's not going to play like a standard piece of Final Fantasy XIV content. It's going to play like Monster Hunter. There's no role limitation. Everyone will have a fair share of baiting the monster and dealing aggro. You have potions, right? You get 10 potions that you can carry in there. You're going to get a debuff that prevents healing magic. Mm -hmm. So tanks and healers... Why bother? Uh, we're we're all going to be seeing party finders. That's like bring your best DPS. Let's go. But uh, normal mode is eight man. Extreme mode is four. Extreme mode will have auto raises, but you can only faint three times. Mm. Right. So failing to kill him up to three times, and your party just wipes, and you fail. And they attempted to do, so Monster Hunter World and other Final Fantasy games, honestly, have had the monster parts break off where you attack a certain portion of the monster's body. They couldn't get it approved for the game rating. I think they were worried about blood. So, Mm. (laughs) right, so if you, like, rip off someone's arm, you have to have blood. I don't think that necessarily means, though, that we may not be able to attack certain body parts. So yeah, just maybe that just doesn't like rip off. If you're looking at this from a monster hunter standpoint, they are really trying to get the monster hunter feel here. And again, I'm not an expert on monster hunter. I've never played one, but I understand the type of game it is. There's not a healing at, you don't have one person that heals the group. You bring your pack of potions or your food or whatever else. You're charging a giant enemy and you're trying to hit the weak points. Now, of course, in Monster Hunter, you're also trying to obtain parts to build up better weapons to attack bigger monsters, and that's not what we're doing here. But you attack weaker spots to to get a stronger, uh, not a debuff necessarily on the enemy, but to attack weak points. Maybe you break the legs so the hind legs come down and it gives you a better shot of under the torso, something like that. Uh, You're drinking pots instead of being healed. Uh, The faint part is... I think in Monster Hunter, like I'm assuming, get, dying well, you, in our game. Yeah, you get yeah, you get knocked Hunter. out and you have to run back from the home point or whatever. I don't think that's what's going to happen necessarily here, but the fight's not necessarily over. Those are timed fights, so that they're not necessarily over because you get killed. If the rest of your group is still fighting it, you get up and you're able to join back into the fray. Um, but this is going to have some limitations because they don't want you just keep running back in and doing it the, the entire time, regardless. The whole thing is supposed to make it feel like Monster Hunter. I think there's going to be traps and things on the ground. I don't know if that's going to be harpoons. You hit a nest and and some enemy comes up and it goes to attack those I'm assu- things. I'm instead. assuming like not having like giant orange AOEs. You have to watch for a tell from the boss. Oh sure, Monster Hunter doesn't have AOE markers mm-hmm. for you to do. No you giant just watch the way it's facing. And if it stomps its foot, it may breathe fire, or you may just expect it hasn't done its tail swipe in a minute. Let's jump back after we stab this thing. So it's going to feel wild. Uh, and I think it's going to piss some people off who are expecting orange circles and things. If you're just, I'm, I'm, I am willing to be pissed off. I, you know, I'm, I am super excited. They're, they didn't. Ruby, my dread upon dread was it was going to be another fucking fate. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, right? that would be terrible. So, so, and this is going to be a level seventy fight. 
you have to have already completed the Stormblood MSQ. Uh, the normal mode, you have to have an eye level of 320. The extreme mode, you need an eye level of 350. Now, that's not unattainable, even with my pussy playing lately. <laughs> I My eye level is like, I don't remember now, but I, I could get into extreme now, I think. What's, what's your eye level? 360? Uh, yeah, 360 some odd. Yeah, right now. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at. So someone who doesn't even My bard's play... almost 350, and I've been just yeah. poo-pooing around on it. Now, mind you, the rewards. This dragon, he looks amazing. The dragon looks awesome. I'm assuming that's a minion. I don't know it, but it's cute. And that, and it, the, the pig is cute. That fire, you you were interested in that fire. Yeah, this is a barbecue pit. That, you know, we've been talking about having. I know this is a this is a furnishing, right? I've been wanting a um, something. You know how like you have the pillowcase that we sit on for yeah. a um, for a minion. I wish we could have a tiny campfire. A campfire. Oh yeah. You know, but even so, this is still a another cool little fire thing that's not a giant pit fire pit in the yard like we have currently. Mm-hmm. Um, so just a lot of cool stuff, and I like the way that they still try to tie this in a Monster Hunter that we have to take things to a forge uh, to have them built, and um, I don't know. The whole thing feels good. What I really hope after this, because I, I think this is going to be cool, what I really hope is it's not just called Monster Hunter World Rathalos. I would love for them to to do this again in some other type of fight and bring yeah. this every maybe couple of stuff. I know we have the issues with ultimate right now where they're kind of cutting back on the ultimate thing, but you know, maybe every other patch or every second patch or something, they can, they can bring us an, a type of thing that allows us to t- attack enemy weak points and maybe use this system again where they're forging stuff. It doesn't have to be a Monster Hunter thing, but just, just bring us back. Because we used to have stuff like 1.0 even had where we attacked. I had monster weaknesses. We knocked things over. The dragoon was Flipped able to knock over. enemies yeah. over. Toads would be on their back. Yeah. I think exploiting mob's weakness would be... And it doesn't even have to be elemental. Right. I'm, I've raged about the non-elemental. I, I do want to talk really quickly about the last picture in the rewards, and this is because I'm a girl. But why does the girl have to have an outfit where you could just cut off her upper thighs and murder her, oh, but the man is fully... It. I... It's not even sexy. It's just like, why doesn't she have chain on her legs like he does? I kind of think it's cool he has a big coat, but I'm like, why? I don't know. I keep going back to like the female dragoon AF. Why is my belly fucking exposed? I don't get me wrong. I wear a fucking Thanvarian outfit on my black mage. That's okay, but this looks like reasonably tanky dragoon. This feels like dragoon level armor, yep. right? Right. So not. It's like some hard, some soft. Why Why can you cut her legs off? Does she have heels on? No. Okay, so at least she doesn't have fucking high heels on. I, I've heard other female <laughs> character players 
say, why can't we have that long coat? That long coat looks amazing. It's somewhere between oh, Dragoon yeah. Warrior to me, and I love it. I love the way it looks because it's flowy enough that I don't think it's it's not acceptable for a bard to wear I th- or a, 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 a magician to wear. I, as a caster, have no qualms with that coat. Oh, yeah. I, th- I feel like all roles could play- wear both of these. And I, I just don't understand why she has bare skin on her legs. And that's the, that's really the only thing bothering me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if I could wear the coat, fine. I actually really like the design of the, the body piece where it's got like the up and down lines of, in gold and whatever. I would, I would probably prefer to wear the male version. But no. I have to have naked legs. You probably can't see them in a lolafell anyway, but yeah, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Oh, let's see. You already mentioned they're not drops; they're craftable, which is cool. I like that too. Uh, there's going to be dieable and non-dieable. I'm assuming uh, regular mode and extreme. Yeah. There's going to be housing items. There's going to be minions. There's going to be a mount. The mount's going to play a Monster Hunter song. I'm hoping the one from cool. the trailer here. So go back, listeners, and watch these trailers because it's got some, again, cool music. The event will have no end period, which I like. It's a permanent trial. The content will be added to the duty finder. Uh, special attention was paid to this collaboration event. It goes into a lot of it. They were trying to really get the look and feel of Monster Hunter is really what all these bullet points come down to. And then Behemoth was really given the look and feel of 14 or Final Fantasy. So that's the point. So apparently, apparently 20 developers were on the Monster Hunter division. Oh, 20 play 14. That's right. Mm-hmm. And some are even leaders of their own free companies. Yeah. And they would actually take part of the day off to go do patches. I, I do that too. Uh, there's a lot of, it sounds like, it sounds like no one was cutting corners here. Everybody wanted both of these crossover events to be authentic feeling. So I'm, I'm really, I'm really excited. I'm really excited to try this. I want to do something new and different. I want to play the Monster Hunter World content in our game in 14. And I want to go play Monster Hunter World and go find Behemoth. So, Mm -hmm. yay. All right. They did some announcements. Yeah. Uh, We're into the fan fest stuff again, y'all. All right. so, now this, well, I, this is this where they fucking just like threw the North American community team under uh, the bus. Kind of. How is, I read it, they're like Matt's under the bus. This Someone is draw that so I. Me. I kind of want to talk about this because I I read a tweet or I, I've been reading the angry tweets. I still see <laughs> the angry tweets. I. I started going like following people who followed me on Twitter, just kind of a reciprocal thing. And I don't know if that was a good idea all the way around because some of the people I have followed, I did not get tickets and they have been letting it be known like every hour that they are still bitter about not getting the tickets. And again, be angry. If you're angry, be angry. But there's, there's just some ongoing discussion ad nauseum uh, about the ticket stuff. One one in particular, though, was a tweet that was referring to on the Japanese side. And I'm going to skip down to something I had put in our notes. Um, on the Japanese side, Foxclon was asked in a forum of his own what he thought about it. Foxclon is the boss of the ARP, uh, of the reps, okay? Foxclon is the big boss of the reps. He's Matt's boss, is my understanding. 
ultimately, um, on a direct level. And then, of course, Yoshida is the head of all. But uh, Foxclon, and I'm going to read this. This was posted by somebody named Avi on the official forums who translated what Foxclon had to say. Foxclon specifically stated in the JP thread that NA FanFest is mainly run by the NA team, so any concerns should be taken to them. With that being said, NA team was responsible for booking the Rio, insists players to get discounted hotel rooms many days prior to ticket sale dates, and use show clicks resulting in the mess. Yes, SEUSA Top gave them final approval, but they are just there to sign paperwork. All the details are finalized by the team. Uh, and again, that was in a JP, a Japanese thread, uh, and that was from Fox Klon himself. So this again was talked about during the live letter, uh, and I'll read it here verbatim. Uh, before the announcements, Yoshida and Fox Klon addressed the issue for the North America Fan Fest tickets. Fox Klon spoke in English and translated for Yoshida. Here's the quote. Back in 2016, last time Fan Festival, it took 10 hours to sell out the North American Fan Fest tickets, so we are expecting similar. But we sold out more than that, but what happened was in two minutes, we had 6,000 people in the virtual queue to purchase tickets. So actually, because so many people rushed into the queue, the system became unstable and there was a risk that it would crash the whole queue, so they disabled the code for approximately 500 people to prevent this. So it is a fact that people purchase tickets without the code. It was only 500 people. People on the forum said as well they purchased without. We checked the ticket purchase and there was no proof of invalid ticket sales. In any case, this should not have happened. Ultimately, we understand with the demand we didn't get, we didn't have enough tickets. If we decide to plan another fan festival in the future, we will need to take this into account. Tickets in Japan use a lottery system, but for North America and Europe, it's a first come, first serve. We need to revisit the most suitable way to sell tickets going forward based on this. Uh, I think this is going to be probably a, a firm and final statement for all of this, I, unless Yoshida himself says something else. There is now a forum that's opened up. Um, we're going to talk about that later, but it might as well be worth talking about now. There is a forum that has been opened up called Welcome to the Forum Fan Festival 2018 in Las Vegas. This is on the official forum. There's only two replies as of yet, and they both are complaining about not being able to get tickets. Um, so bring it there. They're listening, but I don't expect at this point any changes more to come of this other than maybe a good chewing out to the NA reps and the fact that if this happens in North America again, we may get multiple venues, but I doubt it because I don't think they make money in this. I think they lose money by doing FanFest. Yes, it's a hype thing, but I don't think they make money. I don't think Square Enix really makes any money doing this. And um, uh, maybe they'll bring a lottery system. So if you were mad before and you thought since you've been playing for six months, I deserve a goddamn ticket, um, <laughs> it may end up being something that you have to draw a number it's the lottery i don't know it's gross it's gross all the way around i still feel bad for people but the constant tweets to the reps the constant bitching because you didn't get a ticket on twitter back and forth and back and forth and saying oh these 500 people shouldn't have gotten their tickets yeah show clicks fucked up 
Uh, 6,000 people to rush in two minutes. I don't know how you fix that on a server side. I don't know what you're supposed to do with that. There was a lot of people dropping the ball. I don't think anybody's going to lose a job over this, but there's a lot of angry people. But I just, at this point, I just don't know how many more tweets or official forum posts or whatever is going to make any kinds of changes. And I don't know that there would be any, I don't, at this point reading this, there's no additional tickets being sold. That's it. No, see, and I'm, that makes me really sad because last week we were like, just hang in there. You know, four years ago, they were like, oh, everybody had extra tickets in their cart. I don't know, 6,000 people? I was two of them because I opened up two browsers, two different browsers to see which one we would get there first. Mm-hmm. Right? If if we didn't live in fear that we weren't going to get a ticket, we wouldn't be, like, hitting refresh every 10 seconds or opening three browsers, two on my phone and two on my husband's computer and two on my computer, you know. And I was one of the 500 who got in without buying, without having to put in my code. So, but look, so. do some math. Let's get real. 6,000 divided by 500. So 12% uh, 12th of the people uh, was able to uh, get in without that. But even so, that's not a lot. I mean, 500 out of 6,000, mm-hmm. that's not... Uh, and, and many of them were probably legitimate anyway. Oh, I mean, of course. Who's going to be if you if you clicked within the first two minutes? Um, I just they can go back and check. They have checked if they know it's five. If they know it was five thousand people, or sorry, five hundred people, they went back and they looked and they said, "Are these actual characters? Its names are in there. Does it link back to another character? They're not resellable, so it doesn't really even make any sense for you to make up some character. XXX Sephiroth XXX. I'm selling my ticket. It just doesn't make any sense. And if you see pit tickets out there, report it. Report it to the forums if you see yeah. anything. Well, and out I there. and I had heard like day one, like. 20 minutes after people were able to buy tickets, people were saying that on um, uh, Facebook Marketplace, they were seeing already people reselling. Well, look into that. I don't know. Sure. Don't, don't, it's, it's just gross and wrong. Uh, part of, there were, there were multiple, <laughs> my boss's boss hates to hear this. There were multiple points of failure. Mm-hmm. And I think it's unfair to completely just throw the NA team under the bus and be like, well, the NA team was handling it. And then, you know, Showclicks was handling it. And it's just, it's... I mean, I, I can I can ultimately agree that if you booked a room and had already gotten the room rate and you already booked your flight because you felt like this year they were finally going to get it. They were going to make these tickets. Well, last year I had 10 hours. Yeah, exactly. And they said that somewhere. I don't know. Did they say it in this that it took 10 hours? There was was something that – oh, yeah. It says it right here, the first sentence. It took 10 hours to sell out the 2016 Fan Fest. So people were expecting, I can go ahead and book my stuff in advance. In fact, most people, when you do a vacation, you book your hotel room and your stuff and your airplane tickets in advance to get the best rates. So you can just buy the ticket because there's not like – a rate thing for the ticket you either got a ticket or you don't tickets the last thing that you get nobody expected it took two minutes for six thousand people to rush the queue and um it's just gross i don't know what else to say i i I personally i don't i i again i i know people want to be mad and it's fine 
it does get a little over the top. And I know we're just a week past it, but it just gets a little over the top for people to just just constantly sending it to the FFXIV underscore EN Twitter over and over and over. You've ruined my life. You've ruined everything. Heads should roll. People should die. Burn, burn, burn. I didn't get my ticket. It's just like, I don't know what to say. What do you do? Well, and if you've already booked, I I say go and I say go. enjoy Vegas. Uh, and and if, you get, if you've booked at the Rio... Just, you know, reach out. There are people who are, we're going to update as much as, as, as much as we can. We're going to, you know, talk about the presentations and, and other, you know, I'm sure Nova Corsalis, other groups are, are going to be putting stuff out there about, you know, you, you might not be able to sit in there with us, but you can come to the room parties, you know. <laughs> You can come to dinner with people. You can hang out. Go, just go anyway. Ulf was like, "I don't care if we get tickets. We're going." He said that two months ago, mm-hmm. and he was like, "We're we're going to Vegas. If we can't get in, then fine." But uh, it, it's gross. I'm I am personally upset that people from our free company, uh, other content creators. I said it all last week. Yeah. Uh, people didn't get tickets and it's, it's, I'm sad. I'm, I'm happy I got mine, but I almost now feel guilty that I got mine and other people didn't. Cause I was there four years ago. I didn't get my tickets. All right, let's move on. Uh, there, there's more announcements quickly. Uh, fan festival tickets for Paris are going on sale July 23rd. There's going to be a pre-sale period for active players on July 2nd. Sec- I I don't know if that's right. It's July 2 RD. So I'm assuming <laughs> I'm going to that's a, I'm like that's in the past, guys. Uh but, oh, a whole week before tickets become available for RNL. So uh if you're in, if you're going to go to the one in Paris, go go look it up. Oh, that's probably 23rd then. So that's probably this coming well, well, Monday 20- or Tuesday, yeah. Well, well, fan festival tickets for Paris are going on sale on the 23rd. And then it talk about a sale period for active players on another day, a whole week before tickets are available for everyone else. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Everyone else can do it on the 30th. And I think they were going to do that for us too in some well, way. Well, I thought that wasn't, well, that, no, that was the intent. Yeah, right? yeah. Active subscribers. Would get in, but the codes, I never got asked for a code. Anyway, we already beat that dead horse. Uh, the fifth anniversary for Final Fantasy XIV is soon. They're hosting another 14 hour broadcast. <laughs> These are usually hilarious. Yeah. And there's going to be a letter from the producer live with special guests and other shows. Uh, it's on Friday, August 31st. That'll so, probably be our part two but, live yeah. letter, don't you think? I'm guessing that's that a lot, that's be... a long ways. That's a month away, over a month away. But but, but the, our part two would be about four point four, and so this is still mm. pre four point four at that point. I don't know. I'm just ballparking. I'm I'm just guessing. But regardless, we're getting a live letter here, and maybe somebody uh, riding a bronco while uh, a mechanical bull <laughs> while trying to I get animos see. crystals or something. That's all I can see in my mental eye is someone riding a bull and trying to get crystals. All right. Final Fantasy 14 is going to appear in the Aomori Nabuta Masuri. 
Oh, thou with its own float. That's exciting. Mm. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen is going to Gamescon. Mm-hmm. Eorzean Cafe is celebrating its fourth anniversary. Nice. The Eorzean Symphony in Germany is on Friday, August 21st, and, and uh, Saturday, August 25th. Mm-hmm. Another free login campaign was announced. We talked about that already. There is a cute little Spriggan plush that comes with an in-game item code. Hey-o. A new encyclopedia, Eorzea Volume Two, is announced. Uh-oh. So look forward to your uh, merch line. Merch line. It, it comes with an in-game Matoya hat. Jesus, you are all assholes. I want. Uh huh. And they show a picture here I of mean, this beautiful oh, Matoya hat. So cute. I need this friggin' plush anyway, but the hat the english well, version I... sorry go ahead what are you saying no 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 go the english version is scheduled to debut at the fan festival in las vegas speaking of the encyclopedia encyclopedia eorzea 2 pre-orders for the english version for non-festival attendees will be announced at a later time fuck my life if you remember the merch line at the previous fan fest if you were not in it like Forget everything else. Once the keynote was over, you should have already been in line if you want this book. And that's that's pretty mm-hmm. much it. You by the time the key fuck the keynote, you need to be like kind of standing close to where that rope is going to be so you can charge the line. You and, have to be rugged, r- rubbing your dick on the rope already. Uh-huh. And if you don't have a dick, I'm so sorry. You're just not getting it. I that's what Ulf is for. <laughs> you can get one without a penis. You just got to be in line. <laughs> All right. Let's take some shots. Uh, there were forum posts. There was a forum post. This this is the one that yeah, I, I, I read. This read. this is you the one that, that, yeah, uh, we already did that this. Uh, Foxconn talked under the about. Bus. So right. I don't want to talk whole... anymore about fucking no. FanFest. No, FanFest uh, ticket buying was a disaster and wrong. And I'm sure they're sorry, but you're all fucked. Mm-hmm. Whew. We have uh, fan mail, though. Oh, you read it. I'm tired. <laughs> so I saw this fan mail, which was sent to uh, our inbox, and this was from Varya Kimmon from the Behemoth server. Dear Ruby and Yelta, this is my second letter to your wonderful podcast, my first being an explanation of Shirk's place in the current tank meta for rating. I appreciate that you took the time to read my previous letter in its entirety. You two are gracious hosts, and I've continued to be a fan of your podcast. Thank you. I felt compelled to write this letter to clarify the problem with tank accessories since I have rated as a warrior since Gordius, and I've seen the problems, the solutions, and the return of old problems over the years. Just as a side note, Yelta and I have talked over the last couple of podcasts over tank accessories, how uh, Square Enix and Yoshida has went back to his wicked ways. We started with tank accessories being one way when uh, 3.0 started. Uh, There were issues. They switched the way that the um, stats were done and then in 4.0 they went right back to the old way Uh, our friend here tells us why so continuing first a brief history that has led us to today's issues with tank accessories prior to heavensward tanks always had the option to use strength accessories to increase their dps 
it was the notoriously tight DPS checks in Gordius that made this an absolute requirement. And, at the time, tanks competed with melee DPS for slaying accessories while fending accessories were regarded as garbage and a waste of a drop. Obviously, this was a problem. SE tried to rectify this during the Midas tier by switching to a system where tank damage was determined by both strength and vit in equal measure. Vit, of course, had the advantage of also providing additional hit points, so it was mostly a no-brainer for tanks to favor fending accessories at that time. So Square Enix made that that move. They switched it to to Vit being the quote-unquote strength for tanks. All right. Uh, Continuing, with the launch of Stormblood 4.0, Square Enix, in their infinite wisdom, decided to change how the weakness status effect worked after a character was raised following a death. Prior to Stormblood, weakness reduced all stats, including VIT, for an overall reduction in max hit points and DPS output. Currently, weakness reduces all stats except VIT, so your DPS is impacted but your hit points are not. Presumably, they did this to make it easier to get back on track after a mistake instead of creating situations where players could be raised, but it was pointless because you wouldn't have the hit points to survive the next mechanic. Unfortunately, Square Enix made the decision then to change weakness without understanding how it would impact other aspects of the game. Removing the VIT penalty from weakness would have meant that tanks suffered no penalties from death. So Square Enix felt it was necessary to switch tanks back over to strength entirely. This created an immediate problem at Stormbred's launch, and they received backlash from tanks who had to go back and farm up I-270 slaying accessories from the previous raid tier to be ready and competitive for the start of Deltascape Savage. Dread sunk in as players realized it would be a return to the old days of tanks and melee, competing for slaying accessories while fending accessories hit the floor. So to stop there, you saw, or we would see that when 4.0 launched, tanks went right back to getting slaying accessories, so they had to go back and get I-270, or they got crafted accessories and then started melding uh, the not-tanky stats to it so they could you know, have uh, lower eye-level accessories so they could make up for this uh, strength requirement. All right, continuing with the letter. Square Enix forced another solution on the spot just prior to the launch of Deltascape Savage by job-locking accessories so that tanks could no longer equip slaying gear. However, SE once again failed to understand the repercussion. Even though higher eye-level fending accessories provided more vit, they did not provide more strength. Crafted accessories have the advantage of more materia slots since they can be pentamelded and raid accessories cannot. Crafted fending accessories have less vitality on them, but the additional materia slots mean that they provide a higher DPS boost than the raid drops. Raid fending accessories gave us more vit and more HP, but the meta of this game means that that's irrelevant. This had led to the current situation where tanks are the only role that requires crafted accessories in order to maximize their DPS, and our raid drops are considered a wasted and useless reward. 
Ultimately, the problem is twofold. The devs of 14 do not understand the meta of their own game and don't believe that tanks should be concerned with their DPS. In their eyes, tanks who adhere to the meta, as we understand it, are playing wrong, and they want tanks to be happy with their raid accessories. The second issue is that the devs don't understand or acknowledge the concept of stat weights. It's important to remember that stat weights were codified by diligent and intelligent members of the player community and aren't something that the devs of the game take into consideration when designing content. Yoshi P has stated publicly on at least one occasion that he believes gear with higher eye level always outputs more DPS. So even Yoshida doesn't understand the stat weights of the secondary stats. The most recent answer from the developers regarding tank accessories show that they acknowledge that tanks are unhappy, but they don't feel it's a problem. They don't know how to even fix it if they wanted to. Anyway, thank you for time to read my letter. And I look forward to meeting the two of you in person at FanFest 2018. I've secured my ticket, my flight, booked the room at the Rio, so I will definitely be there. Shout out to the Eorzea Trade Company on Behemoth Server and the Eight Devils of Kimon Raid Static. Much love, Varya Kimon from the Behemoth Server. So, listeners, there is your full-on explanation. The tanks already know. My Sina, who tanks and has been tanking since 2.0, has known this. Many tanks know that you have to go back to the crafted stuff. And the, and the, and the problem is the devs don't know what to do to fix this and make tanks happy. Um, they just it's, – it's like when you fix one mistake – I had this problem at work over the last two weeks. You fix one mistake and you make another mistake somewhere else. Uh, you fix that mistake, and then it trickles down. It's a domino <laughs> oh, effect. No. It, it it can be hard. I'm a programmer. Oh, well, I then know. you fucking know <laughs> how that works. Yep, yep. I I fixed something Friday. Today is chaos because yep. I broke something else. So, again, thank you, uh, Varya Kimmon. Uh, and listeners, if you have anything that you want to say about tank accessories, any meta of the game, hell, if you're an expert of PvP, if you're an expert in your raid scene, if you're an expert crafter or gatherer, uh, again, we don't make the guides, but we love to hear what you guys have to say, so feel free to email us. Uh, we had a couple of tweets. <laughs> This no, this next one cracked me oh, up. Oh shit! But this is the awesome. Edge. This is awesome twofold. <laughs> okay. So ve- okay. so we got a tweet from Veggie who says, uh, "Hey, well, I'm listening to your old episodes. Episode seven had to turn. Uh, you quoted had to turn in my disciple of the hand jobs. Died laughing. I'm twelve. <laughs> We've used that line, you know. I I have to turn in my disciple oh, of the hand that, job. That's that's been my 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 joke for years. My family's <laughs> joke for years has been like, we're twelve. We're twelve as well. That's just that's us. So thank you for listening. I'm just happy you're going back and listening to our old apps. Uh, we've got uh, where this is 131. We got a shitload of apps. Don't feel the need to listen to all of them, but we do have some fucking funny shit out there. I, at least I think so. Everybody's shit thinks uh, their own shit smells good, right? <laughs> uh, okay, and then we had a final tweet. Uh, this is from Shiro. Uh, Wife and I were were on site at the start of the sale for the FanFest tickets. Wife made progress faster than I did, but was hysteric at the site connection timed out messages. Uh, me and you both, brother. I had one too. She got through, got tickets for both of us. I never progressed past the spinning arrows of nope. We oh, God. <laughs> that was scary. We were ecstatic because this will be our first ever fi- uh, Final Fantasy XIV fan fest. However, reading a bit how about how the system mucked over other people trying to get tickets, possible scalping, etc., makes me feel badly for legit buyers who couldn't get tickets. 
Hope a second wave goes on sale. Uh, that was from Shiro. We do too, but God, it looks bleak with all this stuff. Once you have Fox Klon, the boss of the reps, talking, unless Yoshida himself comes through and says, you know, we didn't sell as many of those Japanese uh, tour tickets as we thought we would. But come on, let's be serious. How many of those are they holding back? 20? 50? I don't know. Mm. That'll go, that would go in less than 10 seconds on a site. So. Uh, I don't know how they would do that, and they sure as hell aren't going to revoke the 500 people. So then Yelta wouldn't be able to go, right? Oh yeah, Yelta's like fuck yeah, that. Yeah, if you, if you, well, no, if you immediately went to, well, any of those 500 just revoked their tickets, and I'm like, I had a code. Well, yeah, if they did, <laughs> if what they wanted to do is go back and say, for those, you have a two week period to come in and pl- put your code in. I guess I could see that happening, but you know, again, they went. They went in, they saw the names, they had to have matched the names with active players and then saw, look, these 500 people, they're at, these are active players, what can we do? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they like severely underestimated or, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I I hope to see lots of you at FanFest and I, I'm still so, so heartbroken for those who didn't get tickets. All right, then, Ruby, I think it's closing time. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website, gtffxiv.com. While you're there, please leave us a comment. And if you'd like to, you can support us by clicking the donation button. And thank you again for all who donated. You can find us on Twitter at gtffxiv. You can email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Please rate us. Uh, personal plugs, Ruby. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. And you can find me on Twitter at Yelta Sumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. As always, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.